0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hello, Kitty. This is your dooley, the Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher League.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Slash Radio with your host Mikey Bones, Cat Blore and Rob Humphrey. What's going on guys? Ho ho ho. It's oh no ho 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 is over now.
3: Yeah. It's we're recording it's this up. on Christmas Eve.
4: We are. So, yeah.
3: Our, on Christmas Eve morning. Whatever
4: yeah. that it is it is officially the twenty fourth as we record this and Mikey. Uh-huh. Just for you, my friend.
2: What? <laughs> just for you. Hey, It's Dominic the Donkey.
4: This motherfucker.
2: <laughs> <sighs> you know what? I'm not even mad at you, man. I like Dominic the Donkey. That's a dope song.
4: There you go, man.
2: I wish I could remember what you were calling him that one time when I showed it to you.
4: Gabagoola donkey or something stupid like that. You didn't
2: call that. It
4: was something.
2: It wasn't far off of
4: that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember. That's just for you since uh, it, is, it will be after Christmas when people hear this, but as we're recording, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve to you guys. I hope everybody listening had a
2: great Christmas, uh, holiday, whatever you celebrate. I hope it was all great. Uh, but we are back and we're running up on new year's for this uh well yeah this is going to be out right before new year's so get your resolutions to join the gym in like rob did and never mm-hmm. go you
4: can do it right Except online it's really easy to sign up
2: rob i still to this day like i'm still really mad you didn't, like, go to McDonald's and go in there with the McDonald's bag to cancel.
4: That would have been so funny. Dude, I went, when I went in there to cancel, I was ready to fight, because I thought it was going to be a big fight, but they didn't even question it. They were like, okay. That
3: makes sense. <laughs> they They took one look at you. Yeah. They took one look at your um, like track record for <laughs> 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 they looked at like your ID that has never been signed in with. And they're like, OK, <laughs> you yeah. still
2: got the wrapper on it. He never even was able to scan it. <laughs> even <laughs> and that does piss me off, though. Like still to this day in 2023, we have all the we have millionaires who could just go up into fucking space. A billionaires that go up in space when they feel like it. All this technology, fucking everything in the world. But the gym can't cancel your membership unless you go in, you dirty, shaming motherfuckers.
4: Yeah, that's the whole point of it, right? Make it difficult on you.
2: Right, sons of bitches. Uh, But we're back with the Patreon pick. We just had our Christmas battle. We had a Patreon movie last week. We talked the mean ones, and you guys were buttholes, to It was a nice bad movie. Hmm. All right, so we have a voicemail we're going to get to. Uh, We have drink roll call. We're going to talk a little bit of horror news. There's really not a ton. And uh, then we're going to get into the the movie for this week, which I forgot the fucking name of Antichrist Antichrist. 2009. Yeah. So do you guys want to get into drink roll?
3: Yeah, I'll go first if you want. Sure. I am sending you a picture.
0: Oh, shit.
3: (laughs) This is actually the second time I've had this drink on the show. Uh but I forgot to take a picture last time around. Uh this is the Santa Jaws.
2: Nice. Oh god damn it, cat.
3: I'm also really proud of the picture.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's the penis stapler oh, above it. Jesus <laughs> uh that was from our Patreon.
3: Just episodes. for clarification, I am not the one that sent the picture of the penis stapler.
2: I unfortunately am the one that sent the picture of the penis stapler, but it was just that you guys got to see this shit. We just recorded Sexy Time with Rob, uh, hmm. patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Uh, these I'm the images stink. also go up on there as well. So you'll be able to see Kat's Santa Jaws drink.
0: Yeah.
2: God damn it, Kat. Uh, <laughs> it looks good. Like, I'm not It looks great. It looks really good. It's very festive. It's. Doing what you want with that damn shark in there. It's red. The <laughs> yeah. shot. I like it. I don't like the name.
3: That's okay. I'm going to rename it uh, for <laughs> our next holiday.
2: That's funny. I'm going to keep having <laughs> something with a shark in it.
4: Speaking yeah. of next holidays, um, we are, as we mentioned, as we're recording this, it is uh, now, now the 24th. Now On the 23rd, I was at the store. And they already have Valentine's Day candy out. Oh, God damn it. I bought my very first bag of Conversation Hearts of the Valentine season already. Gross. That's upsetting
3: for a lot of reasons.
4: Conversation (laughs) Hearts are amazing. You guys are crazy.
3: They taste like chalk.
4: Delicious chalk.
2: No, it tastes like bad chalk. Not even if chalk tastes like there were decent tasting chalk. That's bad chalk. Tastes like colored chalk, at least. It's good colored
4: chalk he's proud of that cat he's like like, (laughs) i know (laughs) a a flex right Um, now but i mean valentine's day candy out before christmas
3: it's getting out of control people used to make fun of like halloween fans of Mm -hmm. the of the spooky season people because we were getting agitated that there was christmas stuff out before Halloween, but it's going to come back to bite them because right. now we've got Valentine's Day stuff out before Christmas. The Christmas people aren't going to like that. And then I the Irish are going to take this over and pretty soon we're going to have St. Patrick's Day stuff out before New Year's. It's going mm-hmm. to be chaos. Yeah. When I say people, I mean me because I actually like St. Patrick's Day more than New Year's or Valentine's Day. I'd be happy to skip both of those and just get straight to drinking. But <laughs> It's a problem.
4: <laughs> I like, I I like St. Patrick's uh, Day because I can wear my silver shamrock shirt and people don't look at me like I'm weird.
3: I'm going to start a St. Patrick's Day tradition starting 2024, my resolution. Uh, I'm going to watch Season of the Witch every St. Patrick's Day. What, what the the f- f-? Cat! <laughs> what do you mean? Help!
4: Help! Yeah. It's happening! The no. attack is on! O'Grady Farm! What do you uh, mean? Well, Wait, it makes sense, Mike. There's no good St. Right. Patrick's Day horror movies.
3: Yeah, I, I can't really think of any more Irish movies than. <laughs> I'll
2: hit that button again. It's a long button. I'll fucking do it. Be nice. Uh, I, I'm i going to send you guys. A bit. Rob, you're well, you have a, a story with yours. I'm going to send story. you guys a picture, too. I did a like one of those Secret Santa things. Uh And the person uh, with my luck, right? The person who got me wasn't in. So now here the fuck I am. I don't even get my $30 fucking gift, bro. Like, you believe it? You know, like, I didn't care. I thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, of course, of course, that would happen to me. But, you know, like,
4: I didn't give a fuck. (laughs) You got that cheap ass motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, you believe they probably did it on purpose. I thought of that.
2: Like, I, I really didn't give a fuck, though. And they were like, oh, you know, poor Mike. I'm like, look, I didn't want to do it in the first place. I'm like, look, really, honestly, it's fine. I don't care. And I went about my day. And they just kept feeling so bad. And they got me a bottle later on in the day. I got a bottle, a big bottle of 1,800 tequila. Nice. A fucking oh. dub, dude. So, hell yeah, I was happy with that. And I figured I'd make myself a drink, and I was like, I didn't really have anything to mix with it. Uh, just ran out of cranberry juice, you know. I don't, re- I don't have any soda in the house, so I made a pink lemonade and tequila. <laughs> God damn it, Mikey!
3: That's also a very good picture. Yeah,
2: look at that, Rob. You like that? No,
4: no, it's got a pink umbrella <laughs> in it too. What do <laughs> that you mean? Is sad. My face cup. That is sad. All the way around, it's sad.
2: I'm going to tweet that, so you don't need to go to the page. I'm going to tweet <laughs> this. People will go see this.
4: Yeah. I'll tell you about, uh, I didn't tell you guys about the old lady who tried to get me murdered at work, did I? Oh. Hell of a deal. Yeah, let's hear that. I don't know what made me think of that, but something about Mikey's story made me think of that. Maybe just being at work. But the other day, I, I was uh, at work, and I was trying to find a place to park. We we share a parking lot with a bunch of other businesses. It's like a almost like a little strip mall that we're in. And... um. I was trying to find a place to park and I saw this old lady getting in her car and I was like, nice spot, real close. And then she was taken forever. Right. So I was like, fuck this. And I just went and parked someplace else. And then as I was walking up and I was getting ready to walk in the door, same car pulls up and she stops and she's like, excuse me. I'm like, God damn it. What's this old lady want? <laughs> and there was a car. So there's an entrance to the parking lot that's like off a side street. So it's not like it's an interest. Very rarely people use it. Right. Because it, it's, goes off onto some side street there's literally like a neighborhood there um and there's a car that's like um i don't know it's just sitting there um okay it's like it's a minivan and it's not blocking the intersection like they had turned in but like right at the opening of the entrance for the parking lot it was stopped and Uh, she's like uh, that car's been sitting there all morning and i wanted to go check it out and i was like well i don't have time to (laughs) i'm going to work (laughs) What? <laughs> like, Why would she uh, ask uh, you to do it? Huh? Why would she ask you to do it with her? Well, I'm getting to that. That's so I weird. said, so, so, uh, but I was like, I, I, you know, I got to go into work. I got, but I'll go look at it here in a minute or whatever. When I get a chance, I'll go, I'll go check it out. And uh she goes, and, and of course I wasn't going to do it, but, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. um But then she was like, oh, I don't want you to go look. I'll go check it out. But um, just in case somebody shoots me or something, can you watch? Old <laughs> lady, no. What the fuck are you talking about? Somebody shoots you, They're not. Like, imagine a scenario in which they're going to shoot an old lady, see me standing there and not fucking shoot me. <laughs> are you trying to get us both killed? No what that's amazing she is my hero <laughs> i hate that is the worst part about living around here is people nobody knows how to mind their own fucking business That's
3: true that yeah.
4: car broke down maybe it ran out of gas maybe it had a fucking problem whoever owns it'll be back and sure enough by like you know afternoon i went outside the fucking thing was gone so somebody towed it or they came and got it whatever the fuck mind your own goddamn business old lady who to drag me into your getting shot
2: let the people whose job it is fucking figure it out, man. I right. got work. That, imagine telling yeah. your boss that you were oh late no. because you had to be a lookout yeah. for this old lady.
4: <laughs> I had to go on a Scooby-Doo adventure with some 80-year-old <laughs> lady to a fucking minivan in the parking lot. That. Okay, no. here's
3: the thing though, is that if I owned any kind of business and one of my employees came in like six hours late to work, and I was like, where the fuck have you been? And they're like, this old lady said to me as I was coming into work, will you'?" <laughs> You watch while I investigate this shady thing in case I get shot, <laughs> and then you just go off on like the whole adventure that you take with this woman. I, you have to give that person, you know, like the paid time off or whatever. Yeah,
2: tell them to go home. You did good today. what why does she even give a fuck in the first place, I, man? Because like,
4: nobody is... here knows how to mind their own fucking business, Mikey. Nobody that's crazy. So, so ultimately, what happened was she walked over to the van, and I stood in the door at work. And when she didn't get shot, I went upstairs. So fuck this. (laughs) Did she give you like a thumbs up or anything? Yeah, she she did. She kind of waved to me and I was like, all right. All right, not dead. But I wasn't going over there.
3: That's way better than what I thought was going to happen because I could absolutely see in the South. You refuse to help an old lady. Like, you refuse to watch an old lady get shot, and uh-huh. she goes over there, finds out it's nothing, sees you watching her after you said you weren't going to do it, and shoots you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Imagine she did get shot. That's oh, <laughs> gonna do? And then you've got a whole shit. What did was going to do? What am I supposed to do? In, again,
4: in that scenario, what the fuck <laughs> am I supposed to do if some old lady gets shot?
3: I... <laughs> I love the scenario where you tell her that to her face. Where she's like, Will you watch me in case something happens and you're like, I don't want to fill out the paperwork if you
4: die. Right. Once again, Mikey, I've been pulled into somebody else's problem has somehow now become mine. That's funny. Why why do people do that to you? It's the movie theater all over again. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they don't know you. It's like, you are the most unfriendly
2: motherfucker in the world, and everyone <laughs> yeah. just thinks you're this dude that's going to help everybody. Okay,
3: but can you imagine seeing him as a stranger and thinking, yeah, that guy looks friendly? Yeah.
4: I don't think I'm unfriendly. I just mind my own fucking business. <laughs> like, if I have a problem, I don't look to strangers to help me fix it. No. Who would? You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So now these, but, but strangers got no problem turning to me around here. Fucking irritating. At least with the guy that was
3: dying, like, that was an immediate problem. This seems like something that you could have easily not gotten dragged into.
4: That guy didn't die, alright? Let's not get over dramatic about it.
3: Well, no, because he made it your problem and you didn't let him.
4: No, I, All I did was go tell the 17-year-old girl working the concession stand that a guy may or may not need medical help. <laughs> and then it became her problem. And I can I assure you that she did not give a fuck
3: <laughs> you're if i were that girl i would have been like can you go find out i would have put you right back in the <laughs> middle of
4: it yeah it was a whole lot of passing the buck is what happened in the movie theater <laughs> <laughs> the buck Aww. ended with you all practically yeah that's funny. um anyway uh that was something about your story mikey made me think of that old lady who tried to get me murdered um as far as drinks go, so I I almost, Mikey, you mentioned margarita in a can and how it would be a treat for you guys. Uh, you almost all got a real treat this week <laughs> because I almost bought a bottle of wine.
3: Oh! And I don't think
4: uh, I've ever been wine drunk on the show. I don't think so. I am a sloppy ass wine drunk. Uh, I don't know if I would make it through an entire show if I was drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is about wine, but it fucks me up. But I was thinking about it because I thought oh, a bottle of wine sounds, sounds good, but uh, I ended up not getting the bottle of wine when I was at the store. There was a lot going on, and I thought I was going to go back out later, but then I didn't. Uh, so then I tried to make an Old Fashioned, and um, boy, I fucked that drink all up. It tasted terrible. So I am currently drinking cheer wine,
2: uh, And I want everybody to know that I fought hard and I did yeah. try and tell Rob to stop being a little bitch and tough out the drink because it would have been funny to hear him bitch yeah. about it the whole show.
4: Yeah, it was really bad. I, as I noticed when I went back into the kitchen, I, I, first of all, the first mistake I think I made is I accidentally bought orange bitters, which I Not didn't good. realize. And then, but when I made the drink, as I was putting the bitters in, I went, oh, shit, that seems like a lot. Um, and it was indeed a lot and it tasted terrible. Yeah, um, and then things just got worse because then the ice melted in it and it got yeah it was not a good drink.
2: Uh so you hey man, drink roll call isn't always I, you motherfucker. That's true. Go remake that remake that drink exactly identical right now. I sat and drank peanut butter fucking
4: beer on this goddamn
2: <laughs> show just because it was named Sweet Baby Jesus for the that's sake
4: of the segment. That's your own fault. You could have dumped that beer out at any point. Uh, as
2: for cat, is this a
4: foul?
3: I, this might be a foul i i've Thank also you. i don't know it, it i haven't had anything that horrendous i think maybe the worst drink roll call thing i've had was the mountain dew or that oh, weird yeah, paloma i had that tasted like uh pine tar mm-hmm. um, but yeah. but i when i buy drinks for drink roll call it is with the assumption that if they're bad i'm kind of stuck with it yeah
4: yeah. Well, uh, I've never done it like that. I have many times at the first uh at the break <laughs> between the show and when we get into the movie, dump that fucking drink out and grab yeah, something do it all else. It. Yeah, no, I'm not drinking a nasty fucking drink for a bit. You guys out of your fucking mind? Oh, money. that that's fucked up, dude. Come on. You've
3: got to commit to the bit, Rob.
4: Nope, nope, not doing of it. Of all people, listen, for I was you a hero, I saved an old lady's life this week. You leave me alone.
3: <laughs> dude, shit, you stood by a
2: door with an attitude, I'm sure. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like like this is a a drink roll call foul and I feel like your punishment should be you have to get margarita in a can now
4: we'll see
3: I do like when Rob is margarita in a can drunk
4: (laughs) maybe maybe, maybe I'll be wine drunk next week you don't know no 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 no, also, no
3: no. hang on i would like to see rob wine drunk
4: also <laughs> i'll tell you right now wine drunk rob is a fucking <laughs> handful that's all I'm gonna oh,
2: <laughs> okay then maybe that's it then maybe, a, maybe, yeah i'm
4: a fucking i turn into a, a middle-aged white woman oh
2: god <laughs> i see now wait a minute i don't know i don't want to deal with that shit <laughs> i've already heard you sex tape drunk
3: is there a horror movie about wine? We could all get wine drunk for an episode and break out my Franzia box. Well, Hold uh, <laughs> on. Did they ever do like a film adaptation of Cask of Amontillado? Uh,
4: the Vineyard from 1989. Sounds perfect. When when you're- ma- winemaker Dr. Poe makes his wine using the blood of his prisoners.
3: Sure. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> all
4: right. I'm in. All right. Uh, voicemail you traced the call it's
2: coming from inside the house 917-397-Killed 917-397-5455 if anybody wants to leave a voicemail for the show uh we will air it we will discuss it like you're about to hear shortly you can also send a text message to the show and we'll read it and you know discuss it much like the voicemail all right here we go
5: Hi, it's your Jersey girl. Let me tell you something. I just want to say hi to you guys, and I got a little thing with Mikey. Oh, no. So, Rob, namaste, my love. Hello, you beautiful young lady. Mikey, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you (laughs) sit there and say that Vanderpump rules is trash? Oh, my God. Lisa Vanderpump he is like this this beautiful bluebird of happiness, you know, and honestly, as beautiful as a person she is inside and out, Rob's like the female version of her. He lifts people up. He gives people chances. What do you have against that, Mikey? It's just so disappointing, just like Cabin in the Woods, <laughs> and I get it. You got afraid to talk to me about it, and that's okay. I'm still your friend and I still love you. But, dude, you are disappointing the living hell out of me. <laughs> and it hurts. Oh. You should say 10 Tony Danzas oh. and ask for forgiveness.
2: Oh, that's some bullshit. All right. There's a lot of things to tackle.
4: First of all, before we Amber's tackle anything else, Amber, namaste. God damn it. <laughs>
2: Stop with the namaste. It's freaking annoying. It's Christmas. Stop pissing me off. And Amber is referring to it, the cabin in the woods thing. At some point, I don't remember a lot of the things I say. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I told Amber that she can come on when we talk about cabin in the woods. I forgot that I, that, that was a thing. I apologized to Amber. I, I, I wasn't afraid. I stand my ground with this cabin in the woods thing. It's been a long time. But uh, so we'll, we'll make it up to Amber at another point. Rob, I'm going to tell you this now and Amber, I love you. I love Amber, but Vanderpump rules is bad. And Amber's trying to make it like, there's this pretty little blonde girl goes around helping people. And she's all Holly and Jolly, whatever I hear about people fucking on that show. I hear about this girl cheated on this guy on the show. This guy cheated on this girl on the show. This one's fighting. It's like, a high-end rich people jersey shore
4: you just described everything i look for in a reality show
3: <laughs> what rob fuck? is more sold than ever
4: yeah what are you talking about that sounds terrific what do you think right. people will do on below deck and southern charm <laughs> i mean come on only shows on.
2: but that's so stuck it's like the jersey shore thing always pissed me off i've always hated jersey shore
4: why do you hate italian people mikey I don't hate Italian. <laughs> Italian
2: people hate them. There was a, a petition in Italy when they went over. there. Like, they, that is part of it, too. They don't represent us properly. Everyone thinks we're, like, grease heads and, and just go around peeing in public all over
4: the place. No. I don't remember you talking about Vanderpump rules on the show. Did you talk about that on the show?
2: That's another thing for the listeners. I'm glad you brought that up. That that was the discussion I believe we had on Patreon like before the show, which was on Patreon. Oh, okay, yeah. So Amber's talking about our Easter egg content. I believe that was just like
4: random bullshitting before Probably. or
2: after, or we could have talked. I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't did. remember either. We might have said something in passing.
4: I have not started watching Vanderpump Rules yet, but I, I might because I finished Winter House and so now there's there's an open slot.
2: If you like it, I'll be I'll be really upset, Amber. I'm surprised you like that shit too, man. I don't know. There's just something about it that's a real... I think she said Greg is the one who told her about it. That makes much more sense. Like, I
4: think Greg watches it, too.
2: Ah, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised Greg watches it also. I don't know. It's just something like, I don't want to watch a bunch of rich people throw fucking bottles at each other in clubs and all that shit. Like, it's just really fucking (laughs) weird.
4: Dude, that sounds amazing. They're throwing bottles at each other?
2: I don't know. They got into fights in clubs. I think one of them owns a club or a bar. I've never watched it. I've just seen it. But you know,
4: well, I'm. I'm. We'll see. I might watch it. I might. Not. I don't know. It's going to depend. Because you know, absolutely. I have shows that I watch. But like I, I told you before, this started. Below deck is going on a couple week hiatus. So you know, I got to fill the time somehow.
2: Boo! Fucking. Uh. All right. So, Amber, man, damn, she just fucking that. The way she says my name, I am in trouble when she says mm-hmm. it like that, boy.
4: And I expect you to say those ten Tony Danzas. Yeah, I was fucked up too. Early. That's what the
3: crowning know? achievement of this voicemail is the implication <laughs> that Mikey now has to say Tony Danza's.
2: I say no, they ain't Hail Marys and and Mother Teresa's and nothing. It's fucking Tony Danza. Let's calm down.
4: The King of Brooklyn, as we learned last week, He ain't the King of Brooklyn.
2: I don't even he ain't from Brooklyn. How you gonna be the King of Brooklyn? He ain't even from there. I don't think he is. I don't. I don't know shit about Tony Danza. don't pay attention when you do. Really?
4: Because I can give you a whole lot of information <laughs> about Tony Danza.
2: I will stab you we we can start over from the
4: beginning if you want (laughs) this
2: is harassment okay stop it uh all right uh that's the voicemail thank you for calling in though amber it is always nice to hear from amber even the time she's yelling at me which is growing more and more often uh do you guys want to get into the little bit of horror news we have before we get into this movie
3: yeah um i also i also looked up a little bit of news uh i have a feeling you're going to cover it but remind Uh,
2: me (laughs) at least one thing you have the big news from today
3: uh Yeah. yeah i believe that's the
1: one
2: yeah absolutely
0: It's time to hop the news with Rob Humphrey.
2: He's not a genius. All right, first thing is pretty throwaway. Well, I I don't know. The Strangers Chapter One has a May 20 to a May 2024
4: release date stealing that name from it stop saying <laughs> that Wha- also I still would- don't understand how it makes sense that they're on a cross country trip and they have to stop at an Airbnb in Oregon because they're idiots. <laughs> you're either two hours into your trip or two hours away from your destination at that point come on I I don't know
2: but um, the, I am absolutely in love with the first strangers movie I, I we honestly guys we really can we do that soon
3: Oh, yeah, I'd love to do that.
4: I mean, you're not going to be happy if we do. I know
2: I'm going to fucking fight with you, sure, but I, I'm, I'm going to stand up for that damn movie, man. It's a great movie. It's mid. You're. <laughs> yeah, we got to do this soon. I'm game. Anyway, yeah, I absolutely love that first movie. Friend of the show, Damien uh, That's my dude, man. Like the second one, Pray at Night, that he was in. You know, it, it was very different. It gets a lot of hate. It's a fairly controversial movie like d- divisive maybe is the better word mm-hmm. and you know i i've grown to appreciate it for something very different than what i appreciate the original for and i'm glad it's coming back man i hope they do it justice i'm very nervous about this
4: upcoming movie directed by rennie harlan if i'm not mistaken yes
3: i will tell you something uh they are going to do pray at night justice you think so <laughs> yes I do. <laughs> I mean, I've been staying bottom away from of my everything. heart. I believe
4: that. I, I don't like *Prey at Night*, um, <laughs> but I will say it has some interesting set pieces, and it is kind of fun. It's fun.
3: It's a it's a but, low bar. I. <laughs>
4: But I have a, I have some real complaints about that movie. A oh, low it has, bar.
3: It's a low bar. I really hate Prey at Night. I've been very vocal about this. It has my least favorite death scene in a horror movie of all time. Like, if I had to rank all of them ever, uh, the winner would be Prey at Night.
2: But wait, is that you throwing shade? Are you throwing shade on the original too?
3: No, not the original. Okay. I very specifically, I think the third okay. one is going to live up to Prey at Night. I'm just uh, making I think sure. I it would be very hard to... No, I don't... I- Listen, here's the thing about the original, is that I do believe that it got a little bit overhyped. Um, it, it, there were a lot of people thrown around that whole exorcist, scariest movie of all time... Pass out at the theater, don't watch with the lights off, like, I, it, got, it it. was hyped a lot. It made a lot of, like, best movie of the decade lists and stuff when it came out. And then that hype, like, kind of, I feel like every few years, uh, people rediscover The Strangers, and it gets, like, really hyped up again. I, I do think it's one of the more overrated horror movies, specifically in that regard. But it's a good watch. Like, I, I don't have a problem with the movie... So much as I have a problem with the fans of the movie, I guess.
2: I don't know, man. It I, I feel like it deserved the hype. No, I did a rewatch not
4: long ago. It's mid as hell.
3: I haven't watched it in I think I've watched it one time since it came out. And that was years ago. So I, you know, I maybe the rewatch gets me one way or the other, but I'm I'm not like against it. I have no problem with it. I I was I think a big part of my problem with Pray at Night* is that I was expecting something like *The Strangers*, and obviously that's not what we got.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: And then my other problem with *The Strangers* was <laughs> worst movie kill of all time, but that's.
2: Yeah, *Prey at Night*. It, it's you know it it made me mad at first too, but then I rewatched it and uh, it it's very it's you have to look at it completely separate. And I'm a little biased there, sure, but you know. If, I, I if, if think, you watch watch it as its own thing, it's fun.
4: Yeah, like if you watch *Prey at Night* and the mindset that like it's just a dumb, fun slasher movie, yes, then yeah, it's it's fine. It's fun. It has some some fun set pieces. There are some real issues with that movie too, um, sure. But you know, whatever.
2: Yeah. Uh May seventeenth, twenty twenty four, they released a Polaroid of the three strangers with blood on it, and just put that oh, on the. Boy. Bottom. Dude, I, I like, dude, that that that's perfect. That's what this should be. This style is what this movie should be. And I'm, you know, it makes me a little excited. I've stayed away from everything to do with this for the most part because I'm really looking forward to it and I'm nervous. Uh, next up. Oh, okay. Next up is really quickly because there's really not any news. I had this and, you know, the big thing from this week. Uh, I seen I'm Bloody Disgusting while looking for news. They put up their top 10 best horror movies of 2023, guys. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, I wanted you guys to hear it.
3: Number 10. Uh-oh. I don't, wait, hold on. <laughs> You're yep. too happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Getting
4: Skinner rink is somewhere high on this list, is what that means. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about this list.
2: Number 10, Suitable Flesh.
4: I've heard good oh. things. I haven't seen it.
2: I haven't seen this yet either. Uh, it's a Lovecraft ab- adaptation. I'm not mad that it's there. I'm sure it looks good. The little bit I've seen. Uh, number nine, the blackening. Fair. I like that. <laughs> I right. thought it was fun. Right. Not not too bad. Number eight, Thanksgiving. Great okay. love Thanksgiving.
4: Have All you seen that yet, Cad? No. Mm.
2: I've almost seen it a couple times. I'm gonna see it soon. It's a lot of fun. I really liked it. We're a lot of good things. Number seven, birth slash rebirth. Haven't seen this yet either.
4: No. All right.
2: Number six. Talk to me. Okay. But see, now this brings up another thing. We got the slashies coming up next week. Yeah. Are we going to include talk to me? Because I didn't.
4: I mean, I'm not opposed to it. By my rules, it's a 2022 movie, but.
3: I will say I have been thinking of it as a 2022 movie, but we can because we, I. to be fair, we didn't have it on our 2022 list. So, yeah. I think that makes it eligible, but the other issue with that, though, is that if we count Talk To Me, we also have to count Skin of so.
0: <laughs> I don't, do
3: we? Yeah.
2: Was that the same deal where it was released? It was the same deal. Year? It had, like, a theater okay.
3: release uh, last year. Or, not a theater release. It had, you know what I meant. It had a festival yeah, release yeah. last
4: year. Yeah. But also, remember, these are our awards. We don't have to do anything.
3: I have made that case so many times, and yeah. then we ended up with fucking have, Scream yeah. Six. Um, so well,
4: yeah, I don't know why that's on the list. <laughs> but because it has to be.
3: What do you mean? Why does it have
4: to be? It
2: isn't good. We... It should be good movies that should be on the list. No, it should be the movies of twenty twenty
4: three that are on the list. No, it should be the good movies of twenty twenty three. good the Oscars movie. don't put every fucking movie on the list.
3: This is how Scream 5 ended up as our movie of the year. I'm just saying. <laughs> well,
2: Scream 5 can easily be a movie of the year. It's not that it, good. No, Scream okay, Scream it could have it's been, it,
3: it could have it been a movie of the year some years. It, it could was have been not the movie of the, the, movie year, of the this year, this year but the year not last year. <laughs> it no. could have been,
2: I can absolutely see that Scream 5 was my movie of that year. Oh my god. It's Scream 5, these, these are subjective things.
4: Yeah, but you have terrible taste.
2: I don't have terrible taste. It won! What do you mean? Uh,
3: but it shouldn't have. <laughs> it. Because uh,
2: Barbarian two.
3: and X and.
2: <laughs> I'd rather watch Scream than those movies.
3: The sadness.
2: <laughs> oh, God
4: damn it, Cash. Uh, <laughs> See? <laughs> now you're making his point.
2: <laughs> but but uh, I, the release is the issue with Talk to Me. It's not the content right. of it, it's the release, because, you know, it was a 2022, but.
4: It doesn't matter. Put it on the list. Scream 6. We already know that's going to win. If Scream 6 wins,
3: out. we have to quit the Slashies. I'm sorry.
4: All right. Uh, back down this list. Better than Talk to
2: Me, <laughs> Rob, at number five is Socks. Socks. <laughs> Socks. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's better than Talk to Me. Cat, be honest. Socks or Talk to Me? Come on.
3: It, you're putting me in a tough spot here because I... Know. I talk to me critically is a better film if I had to get rid of one of them forever it would probably also be talk to me like I it, God damn it. I don't know I, I can't see myself rewatching talk to me a whole bunch you know I've I'm gonna watch socks times. every year socks I, that's is
4: terrible though cat
3: I'm gonna watch it every year
4: it's a bad movie though
3: <laughs> I had fun I it's it's fun
4: all right number four infinity pool Okay, that's, I mean, that's the best movie of the year. I don't know why it's at four, but okay.
3: So, okay, I want to walk this back a little bit, because my argument uh, for Talk to Me is that I would rather watch Saw X, but I probably wouldn't vote uh, like for Talk to Me over Saw X. Uh, I, Infinity Pool is, like, right at that line, where I think it is a much better movie than Saw X. I think I would watch Saw X more I'd probably vote Infinity Pool over Saw X. Like, it's an ambiguous line. It fluctuates. It's it's a little bit mood-based because it's a tough, like, personal preference over critical appeal kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but wherever that line is, it, it falls at such a diagonal that Infinity Pool is over the line and Talk To Me is not. So... <laughs> all right uh this should have been number
4: one yes infinity pool by far in summary
3: infinity pool should have been number
2: one well bloody disgusting saying hold my beer number three (laughs) though better than
4: infinity pool socks talk to me no one will save you nope in in fairness i did not see no one will save you um it does not sound like a movie that i would enjoy it doesn't look like.
2: better
3: overhyped this one got too much hype. It's fine. It is a mid movie. Um if you really like alien horror, it mm-hmm. is a slightly better than mid horror movie just because we don't get a lot of those. Um but it's no, it, it shouldn't be above Infinity Pool. It shouldn't be above Talk
4: to Me. Yeah, I don't no. I don't care for alien horror and I don't care for movies where no one talks. So I was yeah. just kind of like I don't know about this. Which is funny because I like a movie that has a a long sequence with no dialogue, but I don't want to sit and watch a whole movie where there's only like five words in the whole fucking thing or whatever.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
4: number
2: two for the best top 10 best horror movies of 2023 Scream 6.
3: God damn it. Bloody disgusting.
4: There is a very strong contingent of people who have will tell you that Scream 6 is the best in the franchise.
3: I felt like I was losing my mind this year.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't get it. I fully understand
2: that. But if you have anything to do with Bloody Disgusting, you should know what you're talking about. They are some shillin' motherfuckers is what they are. God damn it. And number one, do you guys have any guesses for what number one is?
4: Skinamarink.
3: I'm afraid it's Skinamarink. I hope it's Evil Dead Rise. Okay. I-, I hope it is because that's the only one. Evil Evil Dead Rise. So on my on the cat's favorite like fluctuating diagonal line here, it's Talk to Me, which is uh, critically good, but I'm not gonna rewatch it. Uh, Socks, which is not critically good, but I'm gonna watch it a lot. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, which is a little bit of both. And then Infinity Pool, which is just critically very superior. So uh, uh, Evil Dead Rise, I think, should be number one since Infinity Pool was not.
4: Also, Evil Dead Rise, a movie that for some reason in a year that has been completely blah, is a movie that everyone seems to have already forgotten about. Which is
3: insane. It's so good. It's so fun.
4: Like, I could see it like if we had a bunch of really great horror movies come out towards the, the end of the year or whatever... The People wouldn't be talking about it, but we didn't. Everything was pretty mid this year, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm I, if it's not Evil Dead Rise, I'm gonna riot. I think
4: <laughs> Rob, what about you? Any guess? No, it's gonna be Skinner Okay, <laughs>
2: number one bloodydisgusting.com, leading media so- source in horror, has Godzilla minus one as the number one horror movie, best horror oh. movie of 2023. Hmm. You know
3: what? No, no, I can't get there. Never mind. I'm sorry. No. I'm I'm not mad that it's on the list. I'm mad that it's number one just for clarification.
4: I mean, I didn't see it, so I can't complain too much, I guess. It can't but be. I it's can't good. imagine.
2: On a list that didn't have Evil Dead Rise. It wasn't even sh- on there. It
3: should have been Evil Dead Rise. I would yeah. have been really happy if you had this list, but you booted Scream Six for <laughs> Godzilla minus one, and then Evil Dead Rise was like at the top. That yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. Also, um, the other one I'm surprised that didn't make it is uh, when Evil Lurks. Where Evil Lurks? Whatever the when name of that movie lurks, is. I was
4: gonna mention that. That I'm I'm kind of surprised that's not on the list because that, that movie that one got has really been really hyped. Yeah, it's been hyped to the moon and back. It's not very good in my opinion, it, but
3: fine. Yeah. <laughs> it starts off great and no, it, the, the,
4: it, it gets worse as it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because it does start off really good and there's some cool stuff in like the first third. Yeah. But then the longer the movie goes, the dumber it gets.
3: Yes. And I think people didn't want to admit that. Yeah. Uh, cause I like, I, there was so much hype and I went to watch it and it's like, they're, they're to something. Like the hype is real. And then mm-hmm. the further we went on, it's like, oh no.
4: <laughs> yeah. I got yelled at in a group chat that I'm in with some people because I said that, um, I, I thought the exorcist believer was a better possession movie than when evil lurks.
3: That would be a tough call for me. Honestly, I didn't like believer as much as you did.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's another one that didn't make it.
4: I don't love believer, but I don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying it is. Like I think it's fine. Did getting
2: water spritzed in your face help or hurt? <laughs> all right. Uh the last thing that I have, did you have anything other than the big thing cat or no?
3: I I'm pretty assuming we're talking about the same big thing. I that was all I had. Yeah, if I'm you're, you're not going
2: would be amazing. That would be wild. <laughs> Christopher Landon there it is. <laughs> Back out of the scream, upcoming maybe question mark scream movie, scream seven. Mm-hmm. Good for him, bro.
4: Uh, he didn't even. I mean, good for him. What choice did he have?
3: A little bit good for him. I have one complaint about it though, because he, apparently he backed out several weeks ago and has only now been allowed to announce it. If he was already leaving anyway, I'm doubly mad about his like piss poor, non-committal stop yelling at me <laughs> statement like yeah. back up your people what's the worst they're gonna do fire you from the thing you're backing out of come on
2: yeah i mean we don't know the legalities of that i know
3: though. i know we you don't know. but i just it, it did irritate me
4: yeah he's still catching flack from people online though it, it's people are so stupid
2: like i don't blame him for as that if he's
4: either. the one who fired her uh, it's so yeah dumb. that's dumb yeah, like, it's he's so getting stupid. Destroyed. I feel I, if I was him I would delete my Twitter account. Fuck it.
2: <laughs> right, and he's should you know? for something he didn't even do. He had nothing yeah. to do with.
4: Yeah, it's uh, none of that is his fault. I I'm, you know, I'm not surprised that he backed out. Um this movie hold, sounds like it's going to it's going to be a mess. So the only person that I'm aware of that is now connected to this at all is uh the screenwriter our, our buddy uh, James Vanderbilt. Oh, <laughs> he's kind of left holding the bag. Uh, apparently um i think it was the hollywood reporter i don't remember i think it was um had an article that was talking about him and um how he's still attached as a uh i believe a a co-producer or something and screenwriter and uh he had already been faced with the challenge of writing around jenna ortega's character uh because they knew that she wasn't coming back um and the plan had been to focus on sam Carpenter. (laughs) <laughs> um and then they lost her and so then it was all kind of up in the air but at least him and christopher landon <laughs> were going to be able to work out some sort of plan together and now it's just him sitting there waiting on trying to figure out what the fuck to do
3: i did feel kind of bad for him when i read that because it's yeah. like
4: oh man <laughs> he needs to quit too and just go you know what go write zodiac 2, please yeah god damn it i want a sequel to zodiac 2. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Christopher Landon's tweet read, I guess now as good as a time as any to announce I formally exited Scream 7 weeks ago. This will disappoint some and delight others. It was a dream job that turned into a nightmare, and my heart did break for everyone involved. Everyone. But it's time to move on. I have nothing more to add to this conversation other than I hope Wes's legacy thrives and lifts above the din and divided world. What he and Kevin created was something amazing, and I was honored to have even the briefest moment basking in their glow. Dude, I feel so bad for this guy.
4: Yeah, he 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 tweeted that, and then got uh, a ton of replies like, "How dare you bring up Wes Craven?" It's like, "Oh god, you fucking Did he? people!" I didn't
2: breathe. the fuck them.
4: Horror fans are can be the best, but they are also the fucking worst sometimes. Yeah,
2: they're not worse than wrestling fans. Let's be honest. No, no is no, worse <laughs> than a wrestling yeah. fan. No one. No. Uh, they're, they're fucking idiots I don't give a shit about them he's paying homage to what the guy did what the fuck is wrong with them Uh, <clears throat> I don't know it, Christopher Landon's been a guest on the show I've been lucky enough to speak with him before he has passion for this genre man he's a horror fan and dude he got to work on he was going to get to work on Scream like one of the biggest franchises there is like that sucks man poor guy and it had such promise, too. Five was great. Six was what it was. But, you know, he had the chance to write the ship. You know, like, it, I, especially as a director, like you hold a lot of pull with that. Yeah, like, fuck. Poor guy,
4: man. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, according to some random YouTube channel that I saw, they're still hoping to bring Melissa Barrera back.
2: They can I bet hope- they are. <laughs> yeah. I bet they are. I'd be I mean, so and disappointed. And I think the
4: hope her. is that if she comes back, because I guess Paramount now has has officially delayed the release, which <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. They <laughs>
3: got no fucking cast or director. Can you imagine Paramount being like, "No,
4: <laughs> movie's still coming out.
3: <laughs> Give us what you've got."
4: <laughs> um, but uh, but they're So the the thought process being, if they could get her to come back, then maybe. With the release being delayed, they could set up the filming schedule so it wouldn't conflict with Wednesday so Jenna Ortega could come do it.
2: It's not. They're fucking so stupid.
4: But, I mean, I can't imagine a world in which that works out. No. You know, maybe. I mean, enough money. Uh, Once again, you know, you still got that Lone Star cat? (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
3: Spyglass.
4: (laughs) Yep, hit us up. I still got that peanut butter beer. Duke versus Ghostface. <laughs> Stop saying that. Duke gets first billing, though. A kiss At this
3: point, ass. Duke, Duke <laughs> would get first billing. <laughs>
2: Absolutely not. The fuck?
3: We'll, listen, we'll tell Ghostface we want alphabetically to make him feel a little bit better about it, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's not the draw right now. Duke We're,
4: does not have a tarnished brand, Mikey. Yes, he
3: We're does. You are said- risk on including Ghostface.
2: You say, Ghostface didn't do any of this. We can't blame Ghostface for this.
4: I personally but, blame Ghostface. Fuck, Ghostface isn't even really a character though. It's just clothes. Remember? Why am I being
2: attacked? What the fuck? <laughs> poor go. It, 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 it This honestly sucks, man. Like, what a tragedy. The from the fifth movie. Like again, the sixth was the sixth, but the you know. The brick fell with them not getting Nev Campbell back and I truly believe they had to write around that and it was just deadline tragedy but none of
4: that dude, was the best thing could have happened for that movie until I saw it
2: well that's the but if they would have did it correctly in five it could have been the best thing to happen. you know this was just out of nowhere it happened in the middle of their grand plan you know mm-hmm. but from the fifth one dude they had a cast and a, and and everything set up they could have if done right made five more movies with that cast that they had set up and the store, the way they were going and the sixth movie happened and it was what it was. And now this, and it sucks. Like we could have got some really good fucking movies out of this in a great franchise. And it's all gone. Literally all of it's gone. And yeah. that does suck. And honestly, anybody who signs on to this under spyglass is going to catch shit dude they need to just get rid of it honestly yeah
4: i keep reading Everybody's saying that the spyglass needs to to sell the rights but yeah i don't know if they're going to all right die on the hill go ahead you're
2: gonna make you're gonna make movies that don't make anywhere near as much money as they could like i i don't i don't know what the rights to scream were but they had to have made their money back in the fifth and sixth movie just fucking write it off dude it's done
4: yeah, I don't. I don't know what they paid for any of that stuff. No,
2: and I remember James and Guy told us when they were on the writers and about how the uh, it was just kind of on a list that was available, and you know I don't know how that all happened, obviously, but just be done with it, man. Let somebody else get it and do the right thing with it.
4: I'm telling you, man. Maybe maybe we'll get Rob Zombie Scream. It'd be better than this put Sydney in that trailer park and see what happens
2: god damn it i don't like it anymore can't do that with Sydney
3: Prescott they did
4: it with <laughs> Laurie Strode <laughs> yeah, yeah they did it with Laurie Strode they did it with Sydney Prescott Sydney Prescott played by Sherry Moon Zombie in the trailer park they Let's were in go. a
2: very nice house they weren't in no damn trailer park that's all i have for dues though i'm gonna hit my button
3: oh uh yes thank you for oh, reminding me it. oh <laughs> i would have forgotten oh shit
2: Oh, in the this is the Gabagoolie Mystery Corner where our listeners send in anonymous memes making fun of me for being Italian. The memes get oh, described no. on the show. We put them up on Patreon.
3: We're having a slight technical... Di- oh, okay. There it is. Never mind. We were having a slight technical difficulty with the gabaguli meme, but it is resolved. We are good to go.
2: Oh, great. Alright. Uh, this one is going to happen to be my lunch again, is it? This
0: the last week.
3: <laughs> It is not. Um I actually have a story about this one. Uh, I was okay. not going to do any from the new folder, because I'm still trying to clear out the old folder, as you guys know. I don't know how many uh, new memes are going into the new folder, because I've been getting... There's been an influx in Gabagoolie Mystery <laughs> meme submissions lately. Nice! Uh, Why? The new folder is it's getting pretty thick. Uh, but this one was sent specifically because it came with information about the flashlight case. Uh, oh, it suggests that Mikey has reason to be very suspicious about this. He did make the flashlight joke in mm-hmm. the, and uh, the Patreon. Yep. Uh, we we had we were all subjected to the to the Grinch incident.
2: Mm-hmm. The Grissy <laughs>
3: mm, incident, I think, is the word <laughs> that was used. Uh, do I get bleep so, for Grissy? Uh, you should be.
4: <laughs> I don't know, Rob. I mean, I don't know what you bleep for. <laughs> I, can't, I can I can say peacock, but not freak. I don't, I don't know what you bleep for. All right. So it, it was
3: sent with that insinuation against you, Mikey. And so they sent, instead of a meme, they sent like a helpful tip, is how I would describe this. Uh, okay. The fun news is that it was already in the old folder as well. So we're getting oh. kind of a two for one.
2: <laughs> great, great. By the way, I'd like to point out, this is the last episode of the year where bleeps will count towards the current counter. The counter resets after the counter resets next week.
4: Oh, man. Oh, sweet.
2: God damn it. That doesn't mean to do it more. God, fuck.
3: Oh, but I've been saving up all the instances that I'm allowed to say cock.
2: Well, Kat, you're, you're currently not to. Oh, I closed it already. I had to <laughs> update it from Rob. Cat uh, you're currently at 14 And Rob uh, well 15 now And Rob's <laughs> at 44 so you got what <laughs> You got a lot of A lot
4: of to get in I did not say 44 times this year You didn't but you said
2: other things Gangbang being one of them
4: Oh I forgot about how you guys were sensitive About me saying for some reason
2: But wait a minute I don't think I get bleeped For saying gangbang I think the thing was Rob shouldn't be saying gangbang
4: I don't know why I'm not allowed to say <laughs>
2: It was the way you did it. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. And you just had another one.
4: Yeah. Under, right. I, now I'm curious. Under what context did I say gangbang? I <laughs> don't
2: even remember. It was a page. It was. Before,
4: uh, oh,
2: it was the Slashies last year.
4: I said I would not sully the reputation of the Slashies by saying gangbang. You
2: absolutely did. Uh, we were supposed to do one of the categories together where we would split it and you said we should gangbang we're gonna gangbang
0: oh. Oh. yeah
2: yep yep so that's why we can say gangbang but you can't say gangbang
4: we did <laughs> in the category though didn't we
2: <laughs> and I'm <Stop> we- <laughs> saying that I'm gonna gangbang anything with you <laughs> fuck
4: What's wrong? we'll get in there and I will with that bitch, Mikey oh my god
3: Rob's gonna to have bleep. the first bleep for Eiffel Tower.
4: Yeah, yeah, I can say Eiffel Tower. It's a landmark.
2: I feel like he can say Eiffel Tower. I don't All like right. it. But now I, if you I, abuse it's it, how
3: he said it.
2: <laughs> it is how he said it. But if you abuse it, it's gonna run on the bleep list. All right, capiche?
4: All right, I got you. Forget about it.
2: Oh, bitch, you should bleep that. All right, let me take a look at this stupid meme. All right. Oh. Well, it's not my lunch. How to arrest Italian people is the caption of the meme. And it's a pair of tiny handcuffs wrapped around someone's fingers doing the capiche hands. This is stupid. And 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 to, to implicate me for such an offensive meme as that stupid Italian fleshlight one with all the fucking pasta. What what are we doing? Why would I ever do that? What In what world would I ever fucking do that?
3: Listen, you're the one that brought up flashlights, and we know that you there, there are allegations that you submitted last week's Gobla mm-hmm. mystery meme. So I have
2: an alibi. Rob was there when I seen the <laughs> grussy, and he knows damn well that that meme came from Cressy and went to Huff and then came to me. He was there when it happened.
4: I plead the fist.
2: You son of a bitch. I got a solid tight alibi on this one.
4: Can I ask you guys a, qu- a question that has nothing to do with this? Yeah sure um are you guys using twitter through the website
3: i have to now or it does not work
4: (laughs) okay on the um on the on the left hand side of the of the page sure where there's like home and uh, like the menu Uh, is this about grok yeah what the fuck is grok
3: grok is the very progressive ai that elon musk made not realizing it was progressive enough to piss off most of his fan base (laughs) okay uh, so you can ask it questions, and it will give you completely made up facts. Um, oh, I had
4: to subscribe for it.
3: You do, unfortunately, have to subscribe oh, for it. I was going to ask
4: it why Elon Musk is an asshole, but <laughs> well, I'll tell you this too.
2: Not only do you have to subscribe for it, because I, I am, I do have Twitter Plus. I do. I did. Oh, you turn had off- to
4: have the check mark, didn't you?
2: No, I turned <laughs> off my check mark. Aha. Once I found it, because I told you, I, everybody knows, I used it before the checkmark bullshit, and yeah. I liked it. And then when the checkmark thing came, I outed it because it's fucking stupid, and they ruined it. I found out you can get the premium, but you can turn off the checkmark now, so I'm back in. Uh, So so you have Grok? No, then that's what I was going to... You Apparently, there's a premium, and then there's a premium plus. So you can't <laughs> even get Grok for the $8 a month. You need to up to the $16 a month.
4: Plan. Uh, all right. Well, fuck? I didn't even know what the fuck Grok was. So I just have... I never use the website. I always use it on my phone. I use both. And I never, I like hardly ever log into the website. I used to use TweetDeck. That shit doesn't work anymore. Nope. They fucking yeah. boink that.
3: TweetDeck quit working. I, that was the technical issue that I was having is the app froze up on me. So I had yeah. to send you guys... Our gabagooly meme through the uh, mm-hmm. through the website.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So yeah, I was sitting here and I'm looking. I'm like, does that say Gronk? <laughs> <What> the <laughs> fuck is that? It's... Gronk I came out say... of retirement. <laughs> yeah, that's. I did. I thought Gronk did what? <laughs> I don't even follow Gronk. What the fuck? <laughs> I, so I will
3: confused. say one of my favorite things is that Elon Musk, with his like, I'm going to name my child um equation, uh was like, what do I name the high tech AI? <laughs> Yeah, Grok.
4: <laughs> yeah, what a fucking so idiot stupid. that guy is! I swear to God.
2: Yeah, I have no interest in, in Grok. So, Mm-mm.
4: you know what is interesting though? What? There's a metal band that is named mm-hmm. the Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza, named after the what? actor and patron saint of Italian Americans, Mr. Tony Danza.
3: Can we get them on the show?
4: No,
2: <laughs> we can't get them on the show. I'm interested in
4: seeing and checking show. out their uh, music, though. Killer Holy. beats.
0: <laughs> oh, we're googling wait, wait, wait.
2: them now. Hold on, we got a lot of things to tackle. First of all, <laughs> stop with the danza shit. That's first and foremost. Well, I've I told you this is the last one. Rob did say that before we started recording. Yeah,
4: I will, however, say the very last one on this list. I kind of really want to read.
2: Do it. Don't don't fucking look for confirmation from me. I'm not gonna tell you to read it.
4: Dude, it's, it. Here's the reason I want to read it, because it's so fucking stupid. I don't know why anyone <laughs> would put it on here.
2: Well, the reason since Rob decided to bring it up before the show, I don't know why, he wants to end the year with the Danza Facts. Yeah, that's
4: why I do. Go out with a bang. Want to want to get out. the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. Oh, was, they've broken up. They were a mathcore band from Murfreesboro, Tennessee.
3: I was just about to ask you about that because I pulled it up to see their discography, of course, and uh, saw that listed in the Wikipedia description. Yes. What, pray tell, is a mathcore band?
4: Well, I can click on the mathcore link here and tell you that it is a subgenre of hardcore punk and metalcore influenced by post-hardcore extreme metal and math rock.
3: Okay, follow up. <laughs> what is math
4: rock? Let me click on math rock. Mac, math rock is a style of alternative and indie rock with roots in bands such as King Crimson and Rush. So there you go. Fucking used to be prog rock.
2: So what you're telling me is there's
4: a metal math tap dancing band. No, no, no. They don't tap dance. They're just the name is the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza.
2: But that's yeah. absolutely absurd. Why the fuck would you name yourself that? It's so stupid. And it's about Tony oh. Danza. I can't And believe... their albums
4: They're... are named. Uh, first I... of all, the first one is self-named, self-titled. The Tony mm-hmm. Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza. The second one is called Danza 2, Electric Boogaloo. God damn it. The third one is Danza <laughs> 3, the, seri- the Series of Unfortunate Events. And their fourth and final album, Danza 4, The Alpha, The Omega. This is stupid
3: we so, have to do um, another seems episode of awesome. killer
4: beats i'll <laughs> probably be checking out um their their music and who knows maybe it'll show up on killer beats yeah you never you never can't tell not um however the uh final tony dan the fun fact but is actually going what? to be this one because <laughs> I, I can't pass it up this is so dumb you told me that was the last one today it was one more and that and was this is it isn't is is the last me. one you lied to me Tony Danza has an Italian Canadian cousin named Daniel Giannotti. <laughs> That's the fact.
0: Somebody Why would
2: you want to,
4: to put that?
2: Like, like, in all honesty, you're an asshole. By the way.
4: Well, but say uh, what I say. What you want? But twenty-seven people found that interesting.
2: Every one of them are assholes too.
3: Every, every one, one of them of is them. friends with uh, Giannotti, I think. Yes.
2: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Daniel's <laughs> But in all honesty, why would you even want to end it on that? Like, if you were going to end it, why would you even want to fucking end it on that?
4: Because I didn't. I wanted to end it on the Tony Danza tap dance but extravaganza because that's that's amazing. But then I saw the thing about his cousin, and it was so <laughs> stupid, I, I couldn't just not mention it. it and so then what am I going to do? Easy. Bring it up next week? Then you'd bitch about that. So we're done. Tony Danza, done and dusted. We're finished with it.
3: I'm gonna send you some lyrics though uh, to a series of unfortunate events, so you can repeat your Tony Danzas for the night.
2: God damn. It. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> All right, are we done
4: with the Danza Italian mockery that you you guys have made? I mean, it's an atrocity? It, it's we're done. Uh, I'm officially out of fun facts now. Um, Thank God, we learned a lot. I think about the patron saint of Italian Americans who not a knew he had saint. such an eventful life. We did. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Tony Danza, tip of the cap to you, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, we we will be uh, moving away from that now.
2: All right. Well, good. But again, I still have no hope because I feel like you're gonna annoy me about another Italian motherfucker now. Unless forward. I can
4: come up with some facts about his cousin Daniel Giannotti
3: <laughs> I hope that he's into the horror movie business and we can get him on the show.
4: <laughs> <sighs> Let me see let me see.
3: <laughs> he's looking up live Tony Danza Facts on the I'm show. Looking up, no, I'm looking up Daniel done. Giannotti
4: to see who he is. Maybe he's an actor. I I can find nothing about this man. There are a lot Beautiful. of Daniel Giannottis apparently. Good. Let's thank
3: God. <laughs> our, <laughs> we get a different one on every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: That's a bit for twenty twenty four.
2: The year of the Giannati. Yeah, great. Wonderful for me. All right. Uh, we're done with the Gabagooli crap. Thank God the dance is shit.
4: Well, the Gabagooli will continue on.
3: Yeah, the folder's thick. I mean, the folder's <laughs>
2: busting at the seams. Yeah, I
4: know. I meant for this episode.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're going to take a quick break, pay some right. bills, and we'll be right back
4: with Antichrist. Next year might be the year of Ralph Macchio, though. I'm going to fuck <laughs> you up, I swear to God. <laughs> what, you don't like the Karate Kid? You
2: found somebody who we give a shit le- anybody gives a shit less about than Tony Danza. It's fucking astounding. I don't know how you've managed to do that. Like Robert De Niro.
4: Everybody loves Ralph Macchio.
2: I, I Robert De Niro is somebody at least I'd understand. Know,
4: Ralph Niro, Macchio. Who gives
2: a shit about Ralph Macchio?
4: Robert De Niro so that's so boring though. Everybody would do Robert De Niro fun fact. Yeah, he's he's fucking awesome. Everybody. Yeah. I gotta
2: pee. Give me a minute. God damn the bolty.
4: All
3: right, I'm gonna refresh my Santa
4: jaws. Damn it! You me sitting here like some kind of asshole. So, Mikey, acting like you don't like Ralph Macchio. He was in my cousin Vinny. I know he was, but nobody gives a shit about Ralph Macchio. Oh, now you're trying to act like people don't like My Cousin Vinny. They like My Cousin Vinny, not Ralph Macchio. (laughs) God damn. He was in that movie Crossroads, the one not Britney Spears movie.
2: Oh, nobody cares.
4: Stop looking up shit about Ralph
2: Macchio. Son of a bitch. All right. We got to go through uh, Patreon stuff because Rob doesn't know how to work it, right?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. -mm. I didn't.
2: mm. All right. Well, I'm going to be honest. I got a lot of tabs open. So bear with me. Okay. We had a Patreon pick last week that that was Christmas themed. So Mm -hmm. this one, we had a a makeup one somewhere along the way or something like that. So let's go with all the ones that did not make it because obviously we're talking about Antichrist from 2009. The first one, Tasha. Oh, I forgot the fucking potato button.
4: Oh, come on now.
2: (laughs) It's been a long week. He was running around. He's like, Gabagoo potato or whatever. He wasn't saying Gabagoo. He's saying Scoopsky potato. You got to admit, that was funny. (laughs)
4: Mm.
2: Come on, Joe's a legend.
4: It would have been funnier if it had been Gabagoo potato. Uh,
2: I'm sorry, Tasha. I got you next time, though. I promise. It's been a long week. Tasha put up funny games 2007, the American mm-hmm. version.
4: That's real funny, Tasha. You know what? That's why you don't get a button. Losers don't get buttons. Tasha's gonna have a button. She's
2: and a winner. And she's
3: gonna have a button. <laughs>
2: winner, winners don't. Win, winners get buttons sometimes too.
3: And where are my balls?
2: They don't always, you know. They're, they're, <laughs> the hell. She didn't. She didn't win, so she doesn't get a button. That's how it goes. You get a button like that. I mean, are you a winner? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Troll two from Greg. 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 You're a spiteful motherfucker. Greg.
3: Yeah, Greg. Uh, we've we've got to have a talk. Um, mm-hmm. you have to vote troll two in once it's been long enough that mm-hmm. Mikey is going to have to watch it again.
4: Yeah, wait a couple months, Greg.
3: Yeah. Uh, that was we were talking about this behind the scenes. That was the one we did not want to win, and it mm-hmm. it was mostly because we have to wait for Mikey to have to watch it again. That's yeah. that's the only way it works. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, it would have been good but try again yeah like wait yeah. and then try again for that yeah. one good call
2: greg almost prematurely trolled tood on this one because yeah i <laughs> just talked about this on on cult fm and yeah i i, I would not have had to watch this again i just mm-hmm.
4: watched it like what was it rob like two weeks ago yeah it wasn't that long ago now yeah. i will say greg you're doing good work though with this and Santa Slay starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. We just got to find a way to get your your picks to win, you know.
2: Because I had a lot of picks win. Uh, there will be. A, by the way, I thought of also executive decision here. I guess. Oh, okay. I I would. I thought for the slashies, there should also be a, an award given to the maybe incentivize a little bit to pick good movies oh. uh, too as well. Yeah, brains here. I'm not as dumb as I look. There should be an award given to whoever wins the most movie picks for the year
3: okay. i like it turn them against each other <laughs>
2: yeah you go cat there you go uh so we'll we'll see who won and how much uh yeah so greg you i wish troll 2 would have won too honestly <laughs> i wouldn't have had to watch a movie this week i had a lot of shit to do this week and i would have got to bitch about that movie again free 99 that'd have been dubbed for me so unfortunately it it almost won too. Like it almost fucking it won. It
3: almost won. I almost watched it, because uh, I thought we were done.
4: <laughs> I was yeah, surprised yeah. when I asked what won and you told me that it wasn't it was a that. swing.
2: It was it, it happens. And Greg, by the way, too. him in the dick. Screw you for putting that up in the first place Honestly. No, it's a good it's a it's a good thought,
4: Greg. It was just bad timing, that's all. Yeah. No. It, no. It was good it thought, was bad terrible timing. thought. Try
3: again. You'll have we'll have your back on that in the future.
2: Try again next uh next month I won't have to watch it, right, guys? It's been a month at that point.
3: Oh yeah, wait a couple months. Like wait it out. Make sure. Uh wait until you see Nesto nominate Killing Tree again and try your luck that week.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh if he does the killing tree, we're doing that other thing you guys are talking about. That's what you all get.
4: Uh what the brain, whatever it was. The brain. No, I don't yeah. think we can burn that until next Christmas because that's going to win us that the. Uh,
3: that's our challenge. last guaranteed win.
4: Yeah. Uh, next nominated, and I was really
2: pulling for this one. I got no fucking votes. What's wrong with you people? Killer Clowns from Outer Space from uh, Will the Thrill. Oh, shit. Thrill me. Nice
4: nice job, Will. It's a good movie. I'd
3: watch that. Yeah.
0: It's a great movie.
3: I feel like that's one of those, it's inevitable, we'll talk about it at some point on the show. Mm-hmm um because it comes yeah. up too much on the show not to get covered uh it's a
4: legendary movie yeah
3: yeah it would have been a lot of fun it would have yeah, been we a had one good of the way creators
4: as a guest at one point round so. out the year yeah
3: oh we did yeah
2: Yeah. a dark song was put up from 2016 by nesto what the hell is that
3: this is the only one on the list i had never heard of and honestly i kind of wanted it to win just for that <laughs>
4: Nesto will do that. Sometimes he'll just pull some shit that nobody's ever heard of.
3: And usually they're pretty good. No.
2: Oh, uh, there were also replies on some of these. Uh, Greg's troll 2, Leah said, you mean the goblins? And Greg said, are you disparaging the greatest horror movie of all time? No. Oh, yeah. And Ali said, the audacity. And- <sighs> Greg, son of a bitch. And Greg said, right. I'm hoping it wins. So Mikey has to watch it again. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg.
4: Going back to a dark song, I've I've never heard of this movie. Uh, it has a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn,
3: I'm telling you, Nesta's good at finding those hidden gems.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, kind of like he's hiding that tree movie. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I got a whole another. It reset now. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't do it, and now it reset. Nope. And I know it's going to be at least two months before you. Bare minimum, two months and i just wait i said wait every fucking month thanks that stuff uh next up is leah put up mom and dad from 2017
3: great pick and i'm torn
4: here because i i want to acknowledge that it would have been a great pick and that's a great uh suggestion but it also came from leah that makes it hard (laughs) gotta admit
2: leah did comment on her own tweet
4: her own that's just tacky leah
2: stop that (laughs) some shit you would do (laughs) unless it's better for the nick fucking woo show
4: well we'll get to that we're
3: yeah, we'll we'll get there. We actually have a guest lined up. If I still talk to them in <laughs> six years or whatever,
4: yeah, it's gonna take us a while, but we'll get there. We're doing it chronologically.
3: I will say I'm not opposed to doing it on the show first, though, because we can watch it, we can talk about it. It will be as close as Mikey will ever get to the glory of the Nick F. and Wu Cage cast, and then we can upstage mm-hmm. him with a guest yeah. who is in the movie. So it'll be it'll yeah. be
4: a lot of fun.
2: That's fucked
4: up. Yep. That's yeah, we need more Nick Cage show. on this show. Yes.
2: And I'm also I'm mad that you guys would would dare say I, I I'm not gonna be upstage, goddammit. it.
4: Well, I don't know. We got Chris coming on soon.
2: For a, that, that Chris could do it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Leah did put a K in Nick Nick yeah. in the mood, By the way, yeah. I mean, I've seen it both
4: ways now. Uh,
3: that's only I, I thought we agreed that that was only for when he was playing a fictional version of himself. Right? Yeah,
4: that's what I read, <laughs> and that's what I'm kind of sticking with. But I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. That was fucking public.
2: I, was of, I didn't even reply to that guy, and he sent another email again. Dude, okay, <laughs> really I good. don't care.
1: <laughs> I don't even want to
2: talk to him. My co-hosts just like him. What the fuck? Leave me alone. He can't do it. Fine. Beat me over the head with a K. Allie put up. Uh, this was fucked up. Allie put up. Um, oh, where is it?
3: Huge clown penis
2: put up possum from 2018
3: okay <laughs> good call yeah that, I see that's what you did there,
4: Allie, and i like
2: it yeah 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 the movie has nothing to do with a possum but yet and still mm-hmm. yet and still uh glad that one didn't win uh but we are talking antichrist it it it, re- it was a really a two-horse race between troll 2 and antichrist uh, there was a vote for possum whoever did that screw you and there was also a vote for mom and dad, but Antichrist beat out Troll 2.
4: And who nominated Antichrist?
2: Uh, Chris did, by the way. Okay. Yep. Iron Chris. Hell of a deal. All right. Any opening thoughts on this?
3: Um, I have an opening thought on this. Hmm. Uh, and it, it ties in really well, I think, with uh, going over the Patreon stuff. I, as a joke, last week... I I think on the show and then again on Twitter, suggested that the patrons nominate Barbie because otherwise I did not think that you were going to watch Barbie. No one did it, uh, which I was irritated with at first. But then I thought it was very funny that I made that joke and then Antichrist won because they cover more or less the same theme in a very strange way. Ah, uh, they're both about the cognitive dissonance of being a woman, and I think that. I, so you know what, Ira Chris, good job. <laughs> you cho- you chose the horror movie equivalent of Barbie for real, and I know that wasn't intentional, but I appreciated it.
4: Yeah, all right, I can see that. Fair enough. Hang
3: and also, on I to think that. that I also think that Mikey should have. I, I think having seen this and just based off of his comments pre-recording. I think he would have preferred to watch Barbie, so he should be less mad at me now also for that joke. (laughs) I
2: don't know if I would have rather watched Barbie.
4: (laughs) I will tell you right now, I would have rather watched Barbie.
2: Grown man, do you give me shit about my pink lemonade drink and you're going to watch Barbie?
4: Barbie's a fucking masterpiece, dude. It's really good. I won't watch it. This movie, I don't know if... This movie lost me, or if I lost this movie. But I I got confused. I didn't really like it. Um, there's a lot of crazy shit that happens, but in between Uh the crazy shit, there's a lot of fucking boring. Yes. This movie, it's just full of just mental masturbation. This entire fucking movie. And actual masturbation as well. But (laughs) yeah. (laughs) A lot of mental masturbation in between the actual masturbation. Uh, this movie is. Not for me, and and it's unfortunate because I've I've seen a couple of Lars Von Trier movies, and I typically like them, but I did not care for this one.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Rob, uh, Cat. <clears throat> I want you to hold on to that that what you were saying about you know the uh, with women and there because I didn't pick up on that, and I and I, I want to know because honestly, okay. all I seen in this was like a bunch of fucked up shit. So and I and I was like the whole time there's obviously an under there has to be an undertone somewhere. I just couldn't yeah. fucking find it, you know? So I'm glad you brought that up.
3: Um can I ask a question like speaking of that uh theme because there are I there are a couple underlying themes uh for this. There are probably several that I'm missing. Um but on that note, is the was this a first watch for either of you?
4: Yes. Yes, this was a first watch for me.
3: I will say I did not pick up on the themes the first time that I saw this. I, this is my third time watching this movie for Hot better damn. or worse.
4: <laughs> as I was watching it like I understood it as um sort of an exploration of grief.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um which was fine. But then I, I was like okay why is she afraid of grass? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like well their baby died but what? Why is she afraid of fucking grass? <laughs>
2: yeah, and and it was the thing was where are you most scared and or you know whatever whatever they were calling it. I have you know I get my most fear in the woods. She's going through all this. They're not even in the fucking woods. So like I, I just I was so lost, man. I was so lost.
4: Yeah, there was a lot that I, I I got lost along the way too because I did feel like the first part of the movie it was pretty clear, like, um, a meditation on grief and I was with it. Yeah. And then somewhere along the way, it it felt like it shifted to something else, um, that I wasn't quite following and I didn't know how we got there and still, I don't understand why she's afraid of grass. (laughs) But the very first note I took was, did I just see balls?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Less than a minute and a half into this movie, you see dick, balls, <laughs> full-on penetration, mid-stroke. Yeah. Yep. And they were they were having knock-the-toothbrush over sex.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, just full-on <laughs> fucking. They were yeah. on, the, on the dryer and everything. You cannot have knock-the-toothbrush over sex when your kids are home. I don't no. care if they're sleeping. I don't care what they're doing. You can't do that. So that was the first mistake of this whole movie. Well,
4: I don't know what you're doing.
2: You can't, man. Knock the toothbrush over sex?
3: Uh, you I,
4: can't I don't do knock over all kind of stuff. I don't care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Rob's not having good sex. He's just plumping. Yeah, I'm you. just running around knocking <laughs> stuff off the wall. just
2: picture Rob running around jerking off alone, just yeah, knocking yeah. shit off his counter.
4: He's like, what the fuck you doing? I'm like, hey, you don't pay no goddamn <laughs> rent around here. God damn, tell
2: me what to do. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it. and honestly, like, I, okay, especially to Chris, this just wasn't for me. I can see, especially in the opening of it, you know, that was beautiful. You know, the way all that, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> considerable <laughs> But, you know, it was shot beautifully. It was set up beautifully. All that. It was great. And, you know, it carried throughout this movie in its own way. So I'm not gonna sit, I'm not sitting here and saying like this is a terrible movie. This is just far from a fucking movie for me.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's very much a von Trier movie, right? Like it looks yeah. great and everything. Um, sort of graphic sex and violence and stuff is is very much in his wheelhouse. Uh, I think I just somewhere along the way I got lost in this one.
2: I think I, I couldn't tell if I did. I thought it did, I felt like it did, but then I was like, well. It, okay, is is this just what it is? Is it just a bunch of fucked up shit? Like mm. I, I, I understood like, you know, Satan and everything that else they were driving in. I got that. But like was that all it was? I didn't know.
4: But but Mikey, why was she afraid of grass?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Especially when she's in the middle of a city having all these fucking breakdowns and let's go conquer your fear of the woods. What? she's not having these problems in the woods. I don't get it. I didn't get that. I I thought because that was a big thing for me watching it, too. I thought she was just trying to lure him into the woods to do some fucked up shit.
3: Which is kind of how it ended up playing out, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I this probably from context, I'm sure, is clear. I, th- this is one I really did not want to like this one because I felt uh, I, I saw it a few years after it came out but I, at that point there was already kind of like that underground hype about it because that, there's the one scene that everybody talks about um, and it, it you know one. It, <laughs> the one with the scissors
0: yeah. um,
3: which yeah, I'm sure will whole, be there's a lot circling of scenes, back but around they're... <sighs> to but like in the uh, in because I, a lot of my formative horror years uh, growing up as a horror fan like in the aughts uh,
4: yeah, all, all those years ago
3: all those years ago uh that was like 20 years ago <laughs> getting oh, old really. uh, <laughs> getting they, old
2: uh, she says wrong <laughs> wow
3: they had a, uh, but it, uh, you know it was a big thing it was like uh who can watch the most disturbing movie and not get spooked right. kind of a thing and like this was big in those circles mm-hmm. like pretty early on because of the scissors um and i really just out of spite i think did not want to like this one i, I do actually really love this movie um what? and i feel it's this one and uh <laughs> this one and mother uh make me feel very pretentious when i watch them
4: Hmm, i can see that
3: uh but i think this one's a lot better like this is the i've seen mother one time uh mm-hmm. this one i did revisit once on my own and then obviously again for the podcast um i i knew when it i kind of didn't want it to win uh it, there was <laughs> It was like the two wolves situation where it's like, on the one hand, I'm really going to have a fun time. Not a fun time. I'm going to have uh-huh. a deep time visiting this movie. Uh, and, and I think it'll be a really interesting discussion. But I knew the second that it won, it's like Mikey and Rob are going to fucking hate this. And then I'm, gonna, I'm going to have to have the energy on Saturday to defend this <laughs>
4: movie. I think when it won, I was actually kind of happy because I'd never seen it um i'd seen a couple of other volunteer movies and i liked them um uh, and i was looking forward to watching this one it's one of those movies that i'd heard a lot about kind of like you there was so much hype about how disturbing it was and stuff uh that i just kind of never really got around to watching it and also it's hard for me to when am i ever going to be in the mood to watch this fucking thing you know what i mean yeah i,
0: got,
4: I don't want to so i just never got to it so when it won i was kind of excited to watch it i thought i was expecting it to be a really good movie because I do think Von Trier is a really good filmmaker. I think technically it's a great movie. There are beautiful shots. It looks really good and everything. I just had, I just completely, why was she afraid of grass? (laughs) I don't know. know. Well, okay. So her baby didn't even die on grass. He fell in the snow. I know.
0: Yeah,
3: I know he
4: did. And by the way, that the child death in this movie, not nearly as fun as the one in Halloween ends. (laughs) It's not supposed to be fun. That was... Not nearly that was, as
3: fun as the one in Trucks of the Corn either. <laughs>
4: that's right, that's right. That
2: was a beautiful shot. Like, the way they did yeah. that was incredible, honestly. like And they were flashing back and forth to the parents fucking, you know, and it was just, it was so sad. It was so sad. And it it was great. And I was like, oh shit, like, this is gonna be fucking dope. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I Again, <clears throat> I've had a long week, so... <laughs> Honestly, too, th- this was just not something. Once it got going and I seen where it was going, maybe about 15 or so minutes in, I wasn't wanting to sit and watch this. So that could add something to do with it, too. I can't see myself enjoying it much more outside of those circumstances. <laughs> Be that what it was. It, it just, I can see all that. It was beautiful.
3: It's very interesting because it's. I really like movies that y- you could watch a lot of times and you could pick up something new each time. And I think because of the way that the story is told, this could be one of those movies if it were a movie that were more rewatchable. And normally that would be kind of something that would lose points for me where it's like, you know, I couldn't pick everything up the first time. And that's kind of a point against it. I don't want to watch it multiple times usually. So, like, when am I ever going to pick up that extra stuff? That's another point against it. I I think just because and this is since I've already brought up Mother, I'll just go ahead and make this comparison right now. I think Mother comes across as more like pretentious and full of itself because even though it's like, uh, even though it's very abstract, it is very clearly the story of uh like Exodus. So it's <laughs> at the same time, and Darren Aronofsky has done all of these interviews where he's like, you know harvey bardem is like this person and jennifer lawrence is symbolic of the earth and like you know like he goes through he has like biblical citations for mother and it it comes across as just like very intentionally highbrow and full of itself whereas antichrist uh i i don't know if you guys have probably not seen any of the interviews that um oh, has have. given about this oh okay uh well yeah he A lot of the imagery, I think, was very organic in this. Uh, He has talked a lot about which shots just kind of came to him and what themes he wanted to tackle as opposed to just kind of what moods he wanted to transfer. And and I think that makes this, I don't want to say approachable because that's not the right word for this movie, but I feel like it makes it a lot more authentic as Mm -hmm. art, you know, uh, where you can love it or hate it, but it, it just kind of, it's not there to preach at you it's just there and i, I like that
4: he's he's definitely a, a haunted individual yes <laughs> um who has been in, at the center of many controversies uh throughout his career mostly because i think due to mental illness more than anything else it's he said possible. some outlandish things in interviews in the past that have gotten him in massive trouble yes um and i do think and he has um <laughs> been in and out of hospitals throughout his life as a matter of fact i believe if i'm not mistaken this movie was delayed uh because he was in a mental institution for a few months
3: and while i don't uh condone a lot of the things he has said in interviews i do think it's just like a very i i think there's something that's very genuine about this movie where it was like here's what's going on in my brain and here's Mm -hmm. how i feel about it and i'm going to make a film that makes you feel the way that I feel about these things. And it's like, you know, he does it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think there there are at least times in in his life where this movie is what is playing in his head. Yeah. Um and that uh, and that is unfortunate for him. Um but I do think I also it's incredible do think
3: that he had the like skill and d- d- determination to show it, you know, cuz that's like I, it's a hard thing to do is just to take something that you see and Mm. make it, you know. Yeah. And again technically,
4: but in, in regards to the interviews, um I'm I'm with you. I, he said some some really disgusting things in interviews before, yeah. but I think equally disgusting sometimes is the way that I believe these reporters who know how he is bait him yes. into saying disgusting things so they can get clicks or views or reads or whatever.
3: I do think it's one of those interesting situations where it's like he has some terrible takes, but then he also it, it, the media does spin him into having worse takes yeah. than I think he would have on his
4: own, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't... What, what the fuck was on his hand? Ticks. I don't know. Was that Those what were it was? was it? So,
3: okay, yeah, I, remember, like, a couple months ago, you guys sent me a picture of, like, a weird-ass bug from Ohio, and I had no idea what the fuck it was. That's because I had never <laughs> seen them get that big, -hmm. I found out after that episode that there are like five stages of ticks, and that like, and I had seen them at that size. That was in this movie. Like, that's what a tick looks like to me. I don't know what the fuck you're doing if you're letting a tick get big enough on you, because they only get bigger when they're like feeding. So you would have to just leave it there, like Mm -hmm. on your hand. He was asleep with his hand out the window. Yeah,
4: and I, but I, I didn't know what it was. What the fuck is that? And I could not (laughs) figure out for the life of me what those were supposed to be. I couldn't figure out if they were bugs or not.
3: (laughs) Yeah, those are ticks. That's like Mm -hmm. what a normal sized tick is.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Rob, I do have a question for you too, though. Uh, Is this the the main? I don't remember anybody's name in this movie. They They they
4: actually
3: don't have names. Yeah, it's. it's, uh,
4: I believe they're referred in the script. They were just referred to as is him and her. I think. Yeah, or he and she. I don't remember. The only one that has a name is the child that dies.
2: Okay, well, is the, the woman character is she too,
4: she's too much crazy? Yeah, she's, she's, yeah, that's, that's, y- there's a limit to crazy. That's way too much crazy. <laughs> uh, but again, it holds up because she rocked his world.
2: A lot. It, it doesn't <laughs> hold yeah. up. No.
4: The, dude. No, the, for a little bit, though, she was rocking his world. Now, you got to pay the consequence. At some point, the bill comes due, Mikey. <laughs> dude, okay. You got to know that, but. For a while, they would bang. Would you get upset? And then they would just bang about it. (laughs) They had so much sex in this movie. At some point, I was like, "Oh my god, they're fucking again,
2: (laughs) dude!" It was absurd, and the sex was so uncomfortable. At you know, and it it was obviously supposed to be, but they achieved that Mm because it was super uncomfortable. But the the scene where she runs in on him is like, you don't you're cheating on me, and and you don't (laughs) love me, and all that shit, dude. That scene was fucking crazy. The only thing that took me out of this movie, I'll say that too, because like they they stuck with their plan throughout this whole movie. It did not leave that area that they were intending to be in. But except this one thing, because, dude. She, She comes in and hits him with something. I don't know if it was a phone book. Like, what the fuck she hit him with? And he's on the ground, and she's, like, hitting him. And then she starts fucking him. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, in that moment, how the hell do you get your dick hard to fuck in that moment?
3: Like, how? She's got the crazy eyes. (laughs) Yeah,
4: she she got the crazy eyes. It works, Mikey. It works, Mikey. But the bill is going to come due. You always (laughs) got to know that.
2: But not in that moment. The rest of it, I understand. But in that moment, dude. There's no way that you get hard that quickly from being attacked. I mean, me unless it's his thing. I, don't know. I mean, that's
4: the thing. It's it's everybody's got a thing, right? Maybe that's his thing. I will say this though: they had so much sex in this movie, I was exhausted.
2: <laughs> they did a lot of fucking,
4: a yeah, lot of way too like, much. Good fun. lord, I can't take any more of this, people. <laughs> and and then that and then after
2: that, she hits him in the dick with that log. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's when the bill. That's when you're paying the bill, right there. That's when you got to say, "All right." I mean, I kind of brought this on myself. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and then she, the 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 ejaculation blood, like dude, yeah, that was gross. It so, was uh,
4: ridiculous.
3: There was this video uh, that I watched. It, it was a while ago, but he was talking about stuff. He was talking about uh, this movie and. He he was like, and the one line that I remember from it is he was kind of trying to give a summary of the movie. And first of all, the guy's having a tough time because, like, what the fuck do you say about this movie? Right. Uh, in like a short little clip. But he was like, uh, but he was just so matter-of-fact about it where he's like just trying to go through these events uh and pretend like they're normal. And the one line I always remember uh his delivery for, he was just like, and he ejaculated blood. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> And then he was like, and then at the end, he was like, I'm going to get
4: demonetized. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Probably. You should have thought of that before yep. you decided to cover Antigrass. Yeah. I, I will say, I bet he wishes he would have kept her on her meds. Yeah. At the beginning of the bet. movie, he's like, that doctor's got you on too much meds. Dude, from what I've so- seen in this woman, there ain't enough meds in the world. <laughs> no, no. She needs all the fucking meds. I. What do you guys think? their relationship like so i was trying as i was watching this movie these two people don't seem to like each other no what is that but do you think it was always like that like i was trying to to think like what was it like before their son died were they a happy couple i believe
3: and i could be wrong so my interpretation of this and this is every part of this movie is just people speculating about what was going on and even the director has no answers, so I I could be way off base. Uh, all of us could be way off base. My interpretation of this is that at one point they were a happy couple. I don't think it started with the death of their son. I think it started when she contracted the phobia, essentially of herself, uh, is what she was actually afraid of. No, well, he was mad. Herself,
4: <laughs> was like she's never going to cut the lawn. Jesus Christ!
3: And yeah, so let your crazy wife not cut the lawn, or. you know she'll make you ejaculate blood i guess uh no no but like i so i think she acquires this fear at the cabin at eden Mm -hmm. um while she's doing her research and then she comes back different and i think he doesn't he like he's Just detached enough. Because again, I I did think this was a movie that was kind of about women's role in society and especially in relationships. Mm -hmm. I think this was one of those things where it's like she was happy before she knew better. And then when she started to have doubt, she started to realize that her partner was not aware that she was changing. He wasn't tuned in enough to who she was. She wasn't tuned in enough to who she was. And it gave her like this fear Where, and then when she starts to take the blame onto herself, she starts acting crazy and using like the evil and the satanic themes as kind of an excuse uh, that drives this wedge between them. Like, it, it, they're still like, he's still seeing her as the woman that he fell in love with, and she's like having doubts. But then the catalyst is their child dying, where she starts to experience this grief and the blame is being thrown around and the emotions are running really high and he's trying to like dig deeper in and what Mm. he's finding is that she's had like these pre-existing doubts and conditions and fears and satanic beliefs that are kind of driving them apart throughout the course of the movie i also on a related note real quick that is why she's afraid of grass by the way what is because, but she believes it, because the grass at Eden she believes is Satan's church. She thinks oh, that the grass will burn her. Well, how did
4: I not figure that out?
3: I, <laughs> I don't know. I,
4: <laughs> of course, it was Satan's church in the grass. It
3: was, it was Satan's church in the
4: grass. <laughs> yeah, should have known that. God, I think. Um, Anyway, I just thought that was, an, I mean, you thought long and hard about this, cat. I didn't. I was just like, hmm, wonder if they ever liked each other because they seem to really hate each other right now.
3: Well, it kind of ties into, like, my themes about my theories about the rest of the movie uh, yeah. and why I like it, because I do think all of those themes are there, uh, you know, okay. but.
4: Yeah, no, I don't I don't doubt that they're there, but I didn't I didn't really see them. I And I guess I wasn't. I, I continue to look at it as more about grief than anything else. And maybe that's just on me. And I think it was just, that was my impression of what this movie was going into it. Yeah. And so I wasn't really looking for anything else. And then all of a sudden, when there was more, I was fucking confused.
3: <laughs> uh, to be fair, that is how I felt the first time I watched yeah.
4: it. And then a bunch of crazy shit happened. And I was like, what's going on? What the fuck is happening? Um. But I do still contend there's a lot of, in between the crazy shit, there's a lot of really boring stuff happening. I mean, when they're on that train oh. and he's doing that whole vis- visualization exercise where she's, like, turning into the grass and stuff. Like, yeah. Dude, Lord, that was boring.
3: Which also ties into the theme of why she's afraid of grass because she's yeah, afraid of herself. Because she's somehow. a. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I absolutely see that because I. The first time I watched this, I don't think I liked it that much, but I mm-hmm. th- it's one of those movies. It was on my mind. I thought about it a lot. Um, and after revisiting, I I had an appreciation for it and, um, but there's, there's a lot and a lot of it is me having faith that I'm interpreting it semi correctly.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess when we did, um, the apology a couple of weeks ago, one of my big, biggest things about that movie that bothered me was I didn't think that there was enough interesting stuff happening in the script to make a movie about what is essentially two characters talking interesting. This movie is like the opposite problem. There's (laughs) too much fucking going on for a movie about two people just talking. Um, it's not an uninteresting movie. There are stretches where I did start to tune out and get bored because I was just tired of listening to them gab on about kind of pretentious bullshit. So I you know it kind of went it just kind of went the other way. And again, it did lose me. Uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did spend a lot of time going, why the fuck's she afraid of grass? <laughs> um and I, I didn't I completely missed that it was Satan's church, so that's on me, I guess.
2: Uh yeah, man. And then this was another one where it it took the whole possession thing in a weird angle and i i don't i don't quite like it it's rare and i'm i'm not necessarily mad at it but it was just something we don't see very often because you know like everything around him was possessed and you know all that usually we'll see something like one person but it yeah. like this took the, the route that it took and it was interesting it's just it moved this movie moved fast and slow at the same time. I've never seen anything like it before. Like, I've, like it moved very quickly in certain areas, but then there were moments in the movie itself where it was like, okay, nothing's really happening. I don't know if that was just a me thing or if you guys felt
4: that too. No, 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 I definitely felt that. And it's weird to say about this movie, uh, it's kind of boring. Because yeah. so much crazy shit happens that how could it possibly be boring? Yeah. But there are just stretches where it is kind of boring.
3: So this is like uh, something that uh, I, I feel like I'm making a lot of comparisons just because it's its hard to have a frame of reference for this. We talked in our, um, like, when it first came out, we talked a lot about Skinnamarink and how it was like uh, the people that seemed to really like that movie were having like this visceral reaction to it uh that i couldn't quite tune it like i could see why they would but i didn't have it and that made me not like skidmer ink as much this movie did give me that like i and this has been true for like all three of my watches there's something viscerally unsettling about this movie that like i i don't like experiencing it but it does it freaks me out a little bit and like I never felt the runtime in this one cuz and there are because I was looking for it because I was taking notes I was a little bit less immersed this third time around um there were long stretches where I forgot to take notes a lot of the notes that I did take were in kind of those slower conversational sections and I I can see how they could be boring um but I just I find myself getting so immersed in the visuals of this one you mm-hmm. know that it just like it it never bothered me.
4: <laughs> I could see that, and I also like the long stretches of conversation where I did get bored. Yeah, I think it was mostly because I was kind of lost, and I think had I known or understood exa- like what they were talking about or, or the themes that they were, the movie was addressing, like maybe I would have been. It, it's I, I I say about David Lynch all the time. Like I don't like his movies. Um, and I usually don't get them, but I understand that there's something there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a me problem, not a David Lynch problem. And I felt the same way about this movie. Like, yeah, as I'm watching it, I'm kind of lost and I'm not really sure, uh, what's going on, but I know there's something there and there's something going on. I just can't quite, I couldn't quite figure out what the fuck it was.
3: The, the tragedy of this movie, I think is that it is better on the rewatch, but it's just not the kind of movie. You wanna rewatch?
4: Like No. Yeah, I mean it took me this long to watch it the first time. Now you want me to watch it again? Come on.
2: <laughs> Rob, I also don't appreciate you implying that David Lynch might have known what the fuck he was talking about or doing with the race red. Right? <laughs> that goddamn movie,
4: dude. Dude, there I'm telling no you, rivalry. there's something there though. I there, I know there is. There has to be. Can, no, it's, it's one not. of the,
3: no, it's one of those like 3D magic eye posters where like we can't see what's there. Yeah, somebody can.
4: Right, and it's not just a racerhead though. It's all <laughs> David Lynch movies. Every time I yeah. try to watch a David Lynch movie, I have no idea what the fuck is happening, But and I know there's something was... <laughs> there. I just don't. I I don't get it. It's like I'm too stupid to understand it. I said that about some other movie. I told Cat she was going to have to explain it to me because I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Was yeah, it I, men?
3: It may was have been that when we were talking man. about men?
4: Dumb this made a lot movie.
3: more sense to me than men. Yeah,
4: men was, <laughs> men was fucking nuts.
2: The Fraser makes gives me a headache every time I think about it. But it, it this one, it, it was in that neighborhood of like a David Lynch, absolutely. And I, I don't know, man. I like my favorite part of the whole thing was when she like kind of ball and chained him with that, that, well, that fucking clamper. Th- I don't even know what yeah. the hell. Yeah.
4: I didn't really understand how that contraption worked, but
2: yeah, she clamped him
4: mm-hmm.
2: and to a weight, which was, you know, obviously gruesome. It was dark. It was, you know, it was all that. And it was cool. Like it was pretty genius like he's you're not going to be able to get around with that and we've never seen it before.
1: It was
3: really really cool. Uh so there's one other scene that it reminded me of and it it was my favorite scene in a tragically disappointing like low budget indie movie. Um I I think it was one of the eight films to die for actually. Oh, uh <laughs> but like and I don't I don't even remember like what the name of the movie was but it was um there was a really cool scene that was kind of like that. That was the only time I had seen it before where instead of just like, cause they're trying to drown the victim and like they, they weight her down and toss her into the lake. Oh, Lake dead was the movie. <laughs> they toss her into Lake dead. Uh, and, and like, but they do it by like, they take a hollow rod and they like hammer it into her ankle bone and then put the chain through that, through the cinder blocks. And it was like, it was one of those really excessive, like, why would they take so much effort to do this kind of a mm. thing? But the shot was so cool. Um, and uh, watching Antichrist, it's like, if that shot had made sense in a movie, it would be this. <laughs>
0: like, this yeah. was
3: the better executed, which it's just, it's such an uncomfortable, like horrendous thing. I'm I'm surprised that more, like, especially with the like torture porn era that we lived through. I'm surprised we haven't had more shots like this in movies.
4: Yeah. And I will say that's uh, not even close to the most disturbing shot in the movie.
3: No, not no. in the top five. <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy hell. Um it was the most disturbing shot in Lake Death, though, which I, I don't remember anything else about that
4: movie. I haven't heard the eight movies to die for in a long time. <laughs> Good Lord, I forgot that was a thing.
3: I, Man, that was like, it was like getting uh, the football pulled away from me every year. Like, I got hyped every single (laughs) year. And then I'd be watching the eight movies and I'd be like, why?
4: (laughs) I I would do the same thing. I'd get all excited. And then, like, (laughs) maybe one of them would be okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was rough. It was a rough time to, (laughs) to be a horror fan. But yeah, there were a lot of, and so that was another thing. One reason why I liked this, I think on the first watch and, and definitely on revisits, this was considered like very high level torture porn by a lot of the community. And mm-hmm. I kind of went into this expecting it to be like, you know the kind of the French extremism, you know, lots of lots of blood everywhere. From the beginning, you know, no holds barred, and it has some of the most graphic shots I've ever seen in a movie. But it to call it torture porn (laughs) is like because it's so cerebral.
4: It's elevated torture porn. (laughs) Elevated torture (laughs) porn. (laughs) And and this, I mean, no holds barred is a way to describe this movie for sure. Um,
3: technically but in such a different way than we're used to seeing you know like
0: yeah i
3: don't know i was expecting when i heard that description of it and when you see it on lists with like martyrs and inside and you know yeah livid and i a couple people brought up like serbian film and stuff and it's like i just it's not that it's different than those things
4: (laughs) yeah this is yeah it's it's yeah it's definitely not that
3: I like I get because there it's there's not a point of reference for this. There's not like a single point where it's like it's films like these, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> but I, it, yeah, that's such a misleading description of it. So I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by how much uh, stuff was in here. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think I think the point of reference is Lars von Trier. Yes. <laughs> right. And if you know what that means, then you kind of know what it is. Um, but even that, I mean, is is kind of shocking for him yeah so you guys want to talk about the
2: tragic clitoris scene nope. <laughs> um, I, nope i want everyone to know chris i'm sorry i don't know if this breaks any rules i did not watch that scene oh <laughs> i turned well, away I, I i mean i i turned away i i heard it it's exactly what you it thought there. it was
4: mikey <laughs> oh i <laughs> Like, sure. like whatever you imagined, it was yeah, that sure. and probably worse. You watched that, dude. I was. There's more
3: blood than I expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. watch
2: It's yeah. horrifying. Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't watch that. I, yeah, uh-uh. no, I'm not gonna. No, no, no. Uh, but and it was still as tragic. Well, I'm not as tragic. I'm sure, <laughs> but it feels like it. Like I didn't was, feel like I missed out on anything. Yeah, Fucking, oh, it was my horrifying. God.
4: And part of the reason it was horrifying was I didn't see it coming. Um, I knew oh, no.
0: that
4: something happened. Uh, in this movie, and I knew that that was when it was going to happen. I thought she was going to cut his dick off. Yeah, me too. I watched that. Um, <laughs> so, so when I realized she wasn't going to cut his dick off, I I, I did watch this. I, I watched it. Uh, but I I the whole time I was going no 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 no. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. A really yeah.
3: interesting phenomena about this is because that's that's the scene that everyone talks about. It gets brought up a lot. I often see it, like, when it makes lists of, like, most disturbing movie moments and stuff, mm-hmm. very often it's categorized as her masturbating with scissors. No. Uh, which is, like, no. that's not what I, Mm-mm. and I think maybe nobody watched
4: it. <laughs> because yeah, that's no not an that. accurate
3: depiction. Yeah,
4: no, that's not, that's not what's happening. It's not like she's no. masturbating with scissors and she goes, oops, look what I did. No. Nope. Yeah.
3: No, nope. and
2: and we know what her masturbating looks like because yeah, of we've the seen it, so, yeah. We had know. just
4: seen
3: it, yeah. We established right, right. a baseline for that earlier in the film, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy. <laughs> um, also points out how big of babies that men are because we think about getting a dick caught up, like, oh god, no, the cat was more than happy to talk about
3: that. To like, <laughs> so that was the thing i was really uh, so i'm i glad that we talked about it a little bit because i was curious to see i feel like guys may get there's kind of that discussion where it's like guys can't watch scenes where dicks get chopped off in movies no i don't uh know. but they don't like it they don't like the threat that it no. could happen nope. uh and i you know and we don't like watching like, it well, with how women how would
0: you, either, how by would the you way. like it
3: if you know like it was with women and then the the counterpoint to that is that there aren't a lot of movies that do it but now mm-hmm. that we're covering one that did I, I was interested to see if i had a harder time with this than you guys
4: i, I and, will tell I think you the this, answer but, was
3: no nope.
4: i will tell you this right now i would rather watch a dick get cut off than yes. watch that again mm-hmm. yeah 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 there's and i
2: don't want to watch a dick get cut off either for, no i don't i record. don't
4: either but i would rather watch that to, yes. than to watch that happen again that was yes it, it's terrible I watched three dicks get cut off before I watched that
2: <laughs> that that scene happening. No, no, no.
3: And you didn't no. even watch it.
2: Nope. No, I couldn't. I try. With some so, there was moments in socks like that too. Like there's just I try. But when it gets to, I'm just like, no, uh, no, no. uh I don't know. Well,
4: there secret. wasn't anything that bad in
2: socks. Uh, there was a couple of things where it was just gross. You know, like I oh, want like see the gross
3: the bone marrow?
2: The leg. Like, yeah. it was like Ugh, I don't need to watch. I watched that movie with Huff, Rob, and he was literally gagging. <laughs> and I said, like, S- stop looking at it. Close your eyes. Look
4: <laughs> away. What are you doing? He's gagging. We should show Huff Antichrist then. Oh my God. You want to do that one day? <laughs> Dude, that have a heart attack.
2: And he watched socks. I heard the man gag and almost vomit. He was like, <laughs> brink of vomit. He watched that movie like six times. It's like want to watch sucks uh sucks want to watch sucks I'm like wow. no why do you want to watch it you no. grew up almost
4: you had it right it sucks yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
2: not far off uh Freudian slip they called them right <laughs> yeah no that, that and there was a couple of scenes man like i mean granted not as gruesome as that but you know it it just it, there were things that were hard to watch You know, but that was just that took the cake. I was like, God damn.
4: Good Lord.
3: You know, the craziest thing is I don't even think that was the scene that was hardest for
4: me to watch. That is one of those scenes I will never forget. Like, that is forever in my mind now.
3: I I, it is the scene I think about most from this movie. uh, Probably because it gets brought up on (laughs) lists of the worst things you've ever seen in movies. But uh, I like actually sitting down and watching. I had a really tough time uh with like the crow uh he's kind of beat that crow to death i don't know yeah, why like too. that gets me every time it's like oh
4: yeah that was pretty rough like although this. mostly i kept thinking man that's gotta hurt his hand no
2: i didn't <laughs> like that scene either i was like I, I i couldn't do that i couldn't do it no like, I, I couldn't just, do it either but you know he had to it wasn't you know pick yeah. up the bird and throw it out of there I'm doing but why did you even touch the bird in the first place i don't know
3: so there were a couple scenes like that. Um, You talked about how there was like the one scene that brought you out of the movie. There were two times in this movie where I did seriously question his choices and not on like a moral level. Right. Because the man's shady as fuck from the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing we establish about this dude. He's like, I'm going I'm so smart. I'm going to practice medicine on my wife, even though yeah, rule number one is. Is not to practice medicine on my wife. Rule number two is not to fuck my wife while I'm practicing medicine on her. And no. I'm gonna do that too. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, <laughs> um, but in just like a survival scenario, this guy's so dumb. Like he's the most frustrating combination of super strong. And super dumb, and I hate it because if I were that strong, if I were Willem Defoe strong, and someone like puts a weight—I uh, think it's like a mill, right? I think it's like part of a mill. That she, I, anyway,
4: yeah, I don't know what the fuck that thing was.
3: She she puts it through his leg, and he's like having a tough time moving around. And he's like, he's still conscious. Like it, it, he's conscious again, I guess he's still like got his faculties. He's pulling like the heavy toolbox down and like carrying his fucking weighted leg through the woods and stuff. Why did he not just wait there and attack her? <laughs> like, yeah, he, he has yeah. proven time and time and time again that he's way stronger than his wife. Yes. Uh, I, that would have been, I would not drag my, my leg through the woods I to hide from my crazy wife. That's so dumb. And then even once he was in the hole in the ground, the other scene was with the bird where he's like, I know I need to be super quiet and subtle. I'm going to light a match in this root-filled <laughs> hole yeah. that might or might not have flammable substances in it. We don't know. And I'm gonna poke around a little bit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. man, she could kill you.
2: <laughs> and not only that, it, at the Towards the end before the Clitoris thing, you know, he's trying to get that thing off and she attacks him and kill her. Like I know he killed her shortly after, but dude, like, why are you like fending her off still? She needs to die. You know, like, yeah, he waited way too long to kill her. That that was the biggest thing. That's true.
3: Which and it's it's a weird situation because it's this is one of those rare movies where you're not really rooting for anyone.
0: No. Because like
3: you kind of like you see him put himself in this situation and you're like, I kind of hope she kills him like just that just because he's so dumb for doing this. And then you're watching and you feel, you know, like you watch the stuff that happens to him and obviously you feel bad. And then it's like, okay, so you're kind of on his side hiding from her and stuff. But I I didn't really want either one of them to die. And also they both should have died so much sooner. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a weird balance that this movie struck
0: yeah absolutely that's
2: that is for <laughs> sure um all right i'm out of notes for this i don't know if you guys had anything else you want to throw on there no i ran out a long time ago
3: oh um i do have just like a couple other notes okay uh one is just i really liked at the end the faceless effect that they used for the women mm. um I, I like i thought that was yeah. very cool uh, it reminded me a little bit of um, Husera, which also deals with, uh, like, you know, women's for society. Uh, so I don't know if that was an intentional callback to Antichrist, but because it came out like last year, um, I wouldn't be surprised. But I thought I thought it was cool. I thought it um, was a fun thing to see. I also um, I wanted to talk about my favorite scene. Uh, the other scene that gets talked about a lot from this movie is the chaos reigns.
0: Oh, segment God.
3: which no no no, no. That's, i love that scene so much um i think it's really fascinating i i think it's a good insight into one of the key elements of this movie because she tells this story while they're in the cabin about how um the acorns falling are like the screaming death of trees and he's like acorns don't scream and just kind of like writes it off. But I-, I think it was really interesting that when he starts to kind of lose his shit in the woods also like he's brought her to this place that she thinks is evil and and she believes, you know, in like the the witch trials being proof that <laughs> You know, she has evil in her and she's worshipping at Satan's church, which is, you know, Eden and, and nature. That's and the, grass, right? the grass, That's the grass. That's why she's afraid Got of the it. grass. I knew it. <laughs> but it's also I. it's also the acorns, which is why we have that shot of him standing outside with the acorns falling and he doesn't believe her. And then when he starts when he's out there alone with his wife and he knows that she's faking being well and he starts to lose his shit. I think it's really interesting that he sees something in nature that he can't immediately explain and almost instantly gives voice to it. Like I thought that was a very interesting parallel. Uh, And and it's one of those scenes that just gets brought up a lot, but I liked it. I like that. He eventually follows her descent into madness. It it makes it a much more complex film.
4: I just thought it was a stupid talking animal.
3: Well, it's not a stupid talking animal.
4: (laughs) It was
3: Satan. <laughs> it's the church of Satan, right? No,
4: that was the grass.
2: <sighs> damn it.
4: You guys yeah. didn't follow this at all.
2: No. I didn't. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I tried to. I tried my best
3: to. Mikey's just no.
2: <laughs> no, no. This thing it lost me and I knew it. You guys want to get into uh facts and trivia and reviews and whatnot? I'm yeah. looking forward to the
4: reviews on this one.
3: Yeah. i will say they're yeah. not as funny as last week's
4: oh god nothing is funnier <laughs> than last week's reviews if you don't listen to any of last week's show skip ahead to the reviews it's so funny
3: it's stop telling so... people to not listen to the show <laughs> those are the best reviews we've had since orca <laughs> so funny Okay, but yeah, I, I do have, I think they're very, they're not funny, they're not laugh out loud funny, no one had a funny thing to say about this movie, but I found a 1 star and a 10 star that are like the exact opposite review of each other, uh, so in that way, it's it's kind of ironic, funny. Um, Okay, but first, ratings. Uh, this is not a super well, well, at eh, This will be shown in the reviews as well. This is one of those things you love it or you hate it. I seem to have the most middle-of-the-ground take on this one, um, according to the ratings. But it comes in, uh, they seem to balance each other out pretty well, because this comes in at a 54% on the tomato meter. Wow. A 55% audience score.
4: (laughs) I really would have thought that critics would have liked this movie critics really
3: did like this movie um but the other critics really (laughs) hated this movie (laughs) so uh and in the imdb view reviews it was a little bit easier to see just because of the way they do their algorithm it's higher it's a 6.5 out of 10 uh but it's pretty much a one or a 10 (laughs) like you're not getting a lot in between those two and let's Let's go ahead and start with the uh, good review for this one. Okay. Um, and, and then we'll follow it up with the uh, pretty much the exact opposite of that. This uh, 10 out of 10 don't all caps call this pretentious. It's just <laughs> legitimate art in caps lock with an exclamation point. Uh,
4: first. Let now, me we'll just... call this pretentious. Now let me describe it in the most pretentious way possible. <laughs> yes, Bob, <laughs> yeah, Bob it is,
0: it is already
3: onto the review. I hope he's writing a candy bar. <laughs> uh, because while I agree with this guy more, um it, it, he doesn't make a great case for this not being pretentious.
2: It smells <laughs> of Nestle Crunch, is <laughs> what
3: Dad is saying. Uh, First, let me just say that although I consider Antichrist a five-star film, after he's rated it 10 stars, I understand that it's not for everyone. It's pretty clear why most people would not enjoy it. First of all, it is entirely a piece of art. Most people don't pick up movies hoping for what could be considered a painting, which just happens to be moving for an hour and 40 minutes. But that's how I see this movie, and personally I appreciate art films more than the mindless quote-unquote entertainment a la explosions, fast cars, and worst of all, characters who are seemingly unable to have conversations with any depth or personality in general. You have an open mind and a certain amount of depth to appreciate this movie. (laughs) second the amount of explicit sex and violence brings modern film to a new height and based off of what you've read about this movie it's clear most people cannot handle it uh parentheses hundreds walked out of the early film festival showings earlier this year uh understandably i haven't had my hand over my mouth fighting so hard to keep looking at the theater screen probably in all my life. I have never seen such a grotesque violence involving genitalia in a serious movie, only trauma movies and the like. We're talking straight up trash art, but this movie is anything but trash art. There are big brains behind it, insane theories and thoughts, and one of the most well-acclaimed directors in all of time of our time in control of all of it. It pisses me off that so many people call the movie pretentious, especially when it is flat out getting creative and doing what you want to do, expressing things the way you feel them as a director. Since when is that pretentious? five question marks we need to appreciate wow. the small amount of legit directors who are still making art films and getting them into theaters soon actual personality in film will be all distinct oh, oh sorry all extinct if the industry keeps heading in the direction it's in
0: all right
3: may generally be the darkest most morbid film i've ever seen it is definitely the most brutal it is easily the most horrifying experience of the year if you're smart, Antichrist will scar you. The feeling of dread was unbearable, and I haven't felt so affected in a long time. Antichrist is completely worthy of its name. It is pure evil, and I love it.
4: All right. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> I Well, First of all, if you like movies that are art, sir, you need if you to say check rubber, out rubber, I will fight you. <laughs> God damn it.
2: I, all right. It, look, it. I I feel like we need to calm down a little bit. I mean, it it was it was a lot of the things that they they were saying, sure, but you know,
4: but it's also the one thing that he keeps saying that it's not. It is a pretentious film.
3: It is pretentious.
4: It's fine that it's pretentious. I some for I don't necessarily view things that are pretentious as being bad. Like I don't think that's a bad thing. Like it's fine.
3: I think it's one of those things where it's like the people that like pretentious things tend to ruin them for everybody. But I don't think it's, it's inherently a bad thing
4: to be pretentious. Right. If you're a movie. (laughs) Right. It's fine that it's pretentious. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: It sounds like this is a pretentious prick who Mm -hmm. is really sick and tired of being called pretentious and everything he likes. (laughs) What's the most
4: pretentious candy bar?
2: (laughs) Uh, Hundred grand, right, thousand, whatever it is. That's what we'll give that. That's what we'll give that guy yeah. then. Yeah. All right. yeah. Right out of your ass, right? Fresh mm-hmm. out, easy bake oven style. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All
3: right. So our last, our, our last review was called "Don't call this pretentious. It's just legitimate art." Let mm-hmm. us move now to our one out of ten star review, art house film question <laughs> mark. <laughs> after after all the hype i heard surrounding antichrist i finally decided to sit down and watch it wow this has been the most disturbing movie i've seen since the human centipede
2: oh come on
3: granted the cinematography was very good but the overall movie is just atrocious Starting off with a slow-mo sex scene, which leaves little to the imagination, the film goes downhill from there. After their kid falls out a window to death, the couple head off to their cabin to grieve. What follows is a copious amount of dialogue mixed with some of the most cringe-inducing scenes that anyone has ever witnessed. There is no redeeming value to this film. I am shocked at the awards it has garnered. Some of the scenes were almost enough to make me want to turn the DVD off. So this man owns a copy of (laughs) Antichrist. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Despite being broken into quote-unquote chapters, the film has no real flow. It felt like 20 minutes at a time of the two leads talking, followed by what, in my opinion, is torture porn that would be enough for most people to walk out of the film. Some of the more nasty highlights include... Sex scene shots with <laughs> full penetration, a scene where Gainsberg is lying naked in the for- forest masturbating until Defoe arrives on the scene and starts having sex with her while her arms, while arms emerge from the tree stump they lie on. An especially nasty scene where she smashes his te- testicles with a log and then masturbates yeah, cool. him until he ejaculates blood. Uh. The- Follow on to that bit where she drills a hole in his leg, sticks her finger into the wound, and then bolts a weight to his leg. And who can ever forget the infamous scene near the end where she slides a pair of scissors into her vagina and removes her clitoris, as Mikey's
4: been saying. Um, Clitoris, yeah. um, That's not how anatomy works.
3: No, uh, that is not how anatomy works. Yeah,
4: nor is that what happens in the film, by the way. No.
3: Um, like i said this is a really common misconception that that yeah. is how that scene goes and that's i think not... this
4: pervert's just making stuff up i think maybe he
3: <laughs> couldn't watch it
4: <laughs> yeah
3: and he didn't um, get
2: it like you can't like let, <laughs> let's not see the, these are two very different side of the roads like they're taking away a lot from this movie as much and, as i didn't like it it's true
3: and then he finishes with if this is considered art then cinema is on a downhill slide." <laughs> The film is uh, not for the squeamish and I cannot recommend the title to anyone. Avoid at all costs.
4: All right. Well, sir, if you're interested in seeing a real art film, let me recommend rubber. If you say rubber, God, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> this is misinformation. I should bleep that. I just I feel like, you know, this and rubber, they have a lot in common. Um <laughs> I mean that's not gonna piss me off, but Kat's probably pretty mad at you. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm pretty mad about that one.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That guy should get a candy bar too, probably. I think so um, because I I I feel like both of them are I think if you if you sort of could somehow merge those two reviews and take <laughs> out um a little bit here and a little bit there maybe you would have an accurate description of this movie but I think they both went a little too far in in either direction to be honest with you
3: I feel like and this is I I seem to be the only one that feels this way i i I feel like this is somewhere in the middle like this whole one or ten star thing was kind of wild to see today while i was looking at reviews because it's it's not a perfect film Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not i i it's not an avoid at all costs film i don't think
4: no all right are we ready for some facts about this movie
3: give us some fun facts Rob.
4: yeah lots of fun to be had here (laughs) Uh, the bus, uh, The budget was an estimated $11 million, the worldwide gross just over $7.4 Uh Willem Dafoe was uh, ready to go fully naked for the sex scenes, but after Lars von Trier and other crew members saw him undressed, they discovered that Defoe was too well endowed. <laughs> what? Trier <My dear laughs> thought it would distract the audience, which led, which led to the decision to use a body double.
2: <laughs> what a fucking legend.
4: And uh, you know William D- William Defoe's pushing that out there as much as he can. Now, he probably put that on IMDb. He's like, hold on, I gotta tell him.
3: <laughs> can you imagine IMDb trying to verify that fun <laughs> fact? Like, uh, Mr. Defoe.
2: <laughs> let let let's think about this. And I'm not doubting the man or nothing. But like, what are the odds? You kind of like like could if I was an actor, I would love like to pay to put that out there. You know, mm-hmm. but hey, what if we say this? I, what if I take
4: a pay cut and we kind of between <laughs> me, you and the producers? That's a, that's a hell of a deal. Um, Antichrist was originally scheduled for production in 2005, but its executive producer accidentally revealed the planned ending in which it would be revealed that Satan created the world, not God. Lars von Trier was furious and decided to delay the shoot so he could rewrite the entire script. Okay. All right. In 2007, Lars von Trier announced that he was suffering from depression and that it was possible that he would never make another film. I assume that Antichrist will be my next film, but right now I don't know, he told the Danish newspaper. During an early casting attempt, English actors who'd come to Copenhagen had to be sent home while von Trier was crying because his poor condition would not allow him to meet with them. Poor him and his big
2: old dick. Poor
4: guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is Lars von Trier. Willem Dafoe has the big dick. Oh, okay.
3: It's already working. We already have him, (laughs) the identifier of Big Dick Defoe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Big Dick Defoe, that's a hell of a name. (laughs) Got that Defoe dick. (laughs) That's a legend.
4: Ava Green was considered for the leading lady, but uh, was rejected because her contract was too complex.
3: Which, I don't know why I thought you were going to say because her dick was too big.
2: <laughs> Everybody got that in their contract. Huh? <laughs>
4: um, no, I like the I just like the idea of her contract being too like they're trying to read it and there's like, I don't understand. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck the whole thing.
3: <laughs> Never mind. Go
4: home. <laughs> uh this movie received a special anti-award from from the ecumenical <laughs> jury at Khan. Uh, the jury, which typically awards a film that promotes spiritual and humanist values, decided to award this film with an anti-award for its seemingly misogynistic views. Ooh. Um, Lars von Trier did confirm in a later interview that he was not a misogynist, saying he loved women and he understood her better than him.
3: Right. I will say, I see a lot of articles Mm-hmm. Um, not like frequently, but over the years I've seen s- like a handful of articles that are like, is antichrist like really feminist or really misogynistic? <laughs> and I again it's the all or nothing thing. <laughs> like
4: Yeah. Um, at the press conference following the con screening, Lars von Trier was asked by a journalist from the Daily Mail to justify why he made the film. To which the director responded that he found, found the question strange. Since he considered the audience as his guest, not the other way around, he then claimed to be the best director in the world. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Th- th- Always th- tell me how this isn't
2: a pretentious project.
4: <laughs> that's not even the craziest thing he said during the con Film Festival that year. <laughs> we won't cover that today. But- yeah. <laughs> Uh, film director John Waters hailed *Antichrist* as one of the ten best films of 2009 in Art Forum, stating, if Ingmar, "If Ingmar Bergman had committed suicide, gone to hell, and come back to Earth to direct an exploitation/slash art film for drive-ins, *Antichrist* is the movie he would have made."
3: That uh, is damn. some praise. <laughs> yes. No. John I guess. Waters.
4: <laughs> uh, two versions were made available for buyers at the con film market. Uh, nicknamed the Catholic and Protestant versions where the former had some of the most explicit scenes removed while the latter was uncut <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. uh, that is here's, hilarious here's one that uh, made me laugh a producer revealed at the 2010 Cannes Film Festival that he originally wanted the film to be released in 3D however Lars Von Trier what? said no
3: <laughs> can you imagine Mark, man.
4: Loved what the fuck would that Coming look like? at you in
3: 3D. Oh, yeah, that gives the scissor scene a whole other... yeah I uh, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh,
4: and finally, in 2009, Lars von Trier described Antichrist as the most important film of his life.
3: Okay. I can see that.
4: Yep. All right. So those are our fun facts for Antichrist.
3: Mm. Also... I I hate to be the one to bring this up, but can you imagine uh, going to see this and <laughs> 40x getting sprayed no. in the face?
2: <laughs> when the clitoris comes off, Rob, you get <laughs> <got> spritzed. <sighs> Hell of a deal. Aww. All right, Portnoy time for this thing. This is going to be hard. 40x
4: should be illegal, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it should come with a helmet. I be careful on knee pads. That really... seatbelt, at least. Jesus Christ. That's true. Alright, does anybody want to go first for this? I think I know the neighborhood I'm in. I can go first if you guys want. I can go first. I don't care.
3: I do feel like I should go last because I am, oh. once again, the wild card.
4: Yeah. All right. um, so I... Watching this movie, I, I like I said, I kept getting the feeling that there was something going on that I didn't quite understand or I wasn't sure what was happening. And it's hard for me to blame a movie for that. Um. I thought it looked beautiful. I thought the performances were really good. We didn't talk much about that, but I, I thought both actors were really yeah. good in this film.
3: The, oh uh, yeah, on that Willem Dafoe. This might be my favorite performance of his. Like big he dick does Dafoe. phenomenal. Big Dick Dafoe. Yeah.
4: A, <laughs> that's a pretty. Big, that's a pretty bold statement, Cat. I don't know if it's. I don't know. He's, he, I, he's always I, really he good. Did
3: a really great job in this.
4: He always brings that big dick energy with him when he's on screen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he sure does literally
4: <laughs> he can back yeah. it up um <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so it, it's it, this was a hard one for me to rate because um i i did like it uh like aesthetically i thought it was beautiful um yeah. it, it has some of the most disturbing things i've ever seen in a movie uh in it but um that's kind of I I went in expecting that. um, So I I wasn't, I mean, I was shocked by it, but it it didn't catch me completely off guard or anything. Um, What really hurt it for me was just the long stretches of just sort of uh, fucking pontificating going on between the two characters (laughs) that got pretty old pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I flirted with giving this as high as a 6.4, but ultimately landed quite a bit lower to 5.2. All right.
2: That's fair. Uh, everything Rob said is right. It, you know, it's it's that a beautiful be a button. F- <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? It the wouldn't get goes, pressed
3: a lot on this show.
2: <laughs> the button for that for that comment, mm, bullshit. Anyway, eh, <laughs> uh, the the performances were phenomenal. Uh, I it it was beautiful, beautifully shot, and all that stuff is true. This is far from a movie for me. And I'm trying my damnedest here to to be fair because, you know, the port noise are supposed to be have a heavy bit of, of what you think the movie really is. And, you know, personal yeah. is in there, but shouldn't be as much. Uh, so I'm trying here. And this might be the first time this has ever happened, but I was sitting at a 5.2. That's where I was in the neighborhood, and I think I'm going to stick there. 5.2. Look at that. Same score, me and Rob. Wow. I can't believe it. I don't think that that couldn't have ever happened. That, there's no way that that's, that's ever wild. happened <laughs> Alright, Rob. It's a Christmas miracle. So I miracle. definitely
3: am the wild card.
2: <laughs> don't disconnect from it too much, man. Goddamn.
3: 5.2. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Imagine. I don't think that's... That that couldn't have ever happened. Yeah, there's no, no way. No I think way. you
3: and I had a score that was the same ones mikey didn't we I think we
2: had maybe twice maybe or close oh wow a, a few times
3: but you and rob that's
2: <laughs> never now okay, okay. We're uh,
3: so i had a re- i also had a tough time scoring this i actually opened up the Portnoy sheet earlier today to kind of like figure out what movies i could put it between
4: wish i um, could do that
3: <laughs> if only yeah, Rob damn. had access
4: to the spreadsheet it wasn't, wasn't locked out
3: um, we're gonna
2: steal it again that's why you can't get it when not letting you in <laughs> uh,
3: and that actually helped me feel a lot more confident in this I, I know I'm about to get some hate for this from you two specifically uh, but I very confidently landed at an 8.7 god
4: damn All right. I, mean, I, I am the I audience for that. this movie <laughs> I feel like if I had understood what was going on a little more, I probably would have landed there too. Like, if I knew why she was afraid of the grass, I probably <laughs> would have landed there. Uh, I didn't know, and I don't know, I, I don't even blame the movie for that. I think that might be a me problem, but I just, I couldn't figure it out, so there was there's no way I was getting that high. No.
3: no. I'm also really crushed to say that Mr. Cat's boyfriend d- did not watch any Christ <laughs> with me.
4: Oh, that's oh would have loved to have heard his score.
2: <laughs> All right, it's Chris. This was a hell of a pick. It really, Chris, truly was.
3: This was a phenomenal. I know I'm the only one that liked the movie, so I feel like I should be the one to say this. What a way to end the year! Though. <laughs> I mean, I, I
4: don't, I didn't dislike it. I mean, I gave it a five point two. It's not like I hated it.
3: Well, I, yeah. I guess I don't think of like five point twos as like liking a movie, though.
4: Well, no, there's the a lot is average; there. it's 0. 0.2 better than average. Well, I you you're right. That's something.
2: Yeah, but if it was more personal in what you think, it wouldn't have gotten that high, Rob. Right. What? Like, if it was more <laughs> of a like a personal what you think about the movie personally score. Like for me, if I took. Critical out of it and change that balance. Well, not out of it, but you know, change the balance of critical and personal. Oh, went I out to a five For me, yeah. No,
4: no that's I i kind of do it yeah. that way. Oh, when I do you my been doing port it wrong
2: this whole time, that explains a
4: lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I i kind of that factors in. It's sort of like when I did my top 100. That's sort of how I do the port noise, also.
2: My top 100 was more personal than critical. My port noise are usually oh, more no, critical no. than personal.
4: The, yeah, the port noise does tend to be more critical fair than personal but personal factors into it it always does i mean we can has to yeah yeah Um, But i I did i mean like i said when i watched it i kept saying i know there's something going on here i don't get it he's afraid of fucking grass why Why? (laughs) what Happening, and then Cat comes in with her. It's Satan's Church, and I still don't understand that. That's, what the fuck?
3: I also want to throw this yeah. out here. I have a lot of crazy conspiracy theories that I believe about this movie. It's Satan's Church is a direct quote from the movie. That's like the one thing I did not make up. So if you haven't seen Antichrist, just for context, that's the one reliable thing I've said this entire
4: episode. I don't recall them saying the grass was Satan's Church in the movie.
3: Nature is Satan's mm. Church
4: well that's not the same thing
3: it's not the same thing but her fear of nature stems from eden Mm -hmm. which was why it was second on the pyramid and then her explanation for why she's afraid of nature is because it is satan's church that is (laughs) that's the the one part of this i didn't pull out of my ass (laughs) like that's a real thing
4: that fucking pyramid thing was stupid too i was like why is he making a pyramid i yeah (laughs) i didn't get this movie all right if
2: it's for you, it's it, you'll love it. If it's not, you should be able to at least appreciate. It, is the way I looked at it, and I, I was able yeah. to appreciate a lot of things they did. Just one for me.
4: Yeah, it was funny when Cat was saying all she could find were one stars or ten stars, and nobody was at a five because I already had five point two written down.
3: That is really interesting. I thought that you guys were going to have below a five pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, just just because I was closer to a (laughs) 10 like i figured you guys would be on the other side of that scale
2: well that's usually how it goes with reviews i've always felt like you for me to leave a review not that i've ever done it but you know i have to feel really strongly one way or another if i'm mid on it i'm not going to take the time to do it usually you know so i don't um i start writing reviews rob what do you think
4: oh yeah that'd be great that'd be amazing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: parking lot room. I it needs.
3: i bet if you mikey if you start leaving reviews for movies i bet it'll only take let's give it a conservative <laughs> four months for you to show up on my imdb segment dude
2: you know what <laughs> i'm going to make a
3: completely
2: cons- inconspicuous account name and Radio i'm going Rob to one two
3: three
2: that'd be funny i should <laughs> I wonder if that's taken on IMDb. I gotta grab that. But I'm gonna make a completely <laughs> inconspicuous account name and just start leaving reviews and see what happens. That would be so <laughs> fucking funny if you stumble across one.
4: I might already uh, have it. I think I made an IMDb account a while back. I've never really seen it the name. Anything.
2: Damn it. Yeah, cat fucked me out of the, uh, the whole Blue Sky thing, even though that didn't last very
4: long. <laughs> they were still uh, on Blue Sky. They changed the fucking icon. Anybody else notice that? I haven't been on it. Uh,
3: Oh yeah they did
4: There's a fucking butterfly now Yeah, Hmm. I kind of like the sky picture they had
2: All right, guys Um, uh, Check us out on Twitter for sure Especially now uh, uh, At Slash Radio on Twitter Uh, Slashy voting is up So go make sure you do that If you want to bitch you need to vote to bitch You don't get to bitch if you don't vote That's the way that goes Uh, So follow us there you can check me uh, patreon.com forward slash slash radio Two. they have uh, the lifetime achievement award uh thing that rob does you only you can only be a patron to be able to nominate somebody for that uh so slashy slashy slashies that's going to be fun we're going to go through books movies video games tv series and um so, go make sure you get involved in that. The more you guys do, the better, it, the more fun it is for us. And the more fun we have, the better the show is. Let's be fucking honest here. Uh, yeah, so that's really it. You can check me out at Mikey's Dead. Uh, you can also check out Cult FM. Oh, God, I don't have it ready.
4: Huge clown penis. Another
2: show that I do <laughs> with we'll Little Miss Huge Clown Penis, Ali, Surreal. Uh, we talk huge horror stuff. The faux penis.
3: <laughs> We need to. We need to start getting Defoe clown penis buttons in here.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, to. we're gonna need to. That's gonna be a thing.
3: Can you, can you imagine that conversation with Allie where it's like, hey, I know I've been tormenting you with the huge clown penis button, but <laughs> if you
1: want to say goodbye to your credit card rewards, greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards. Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. My re-recording. It Honestly, get though. get the foes name in there. She
3: would do it, though.
2: She would absolutely do it because it is not the worst button I have for her. Oh,
3: yeah, that's very big.
2: Let's just, she'll be fine <laughs> with it. <laughs> Context. <laughs> yeah, so uh, our episode just came out on Christmas. Where we did a somehow Allie hasn't seen Black Christmas, so uh, we got oh, that exciting. out of the way. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: that's it for me. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I don't know why. Rob, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Radio Rob123. You can listen to the other show that Kat and I do together, the Nick Fucking Woo Cagecast. That's Nick and Woo if you're searching for it. And uh, we will be releasing also on Christmas Day, so it should be out now, our episode on The Rock.
3: Merry Christmas.
4: Yeah, nothing really... says Christmas like The Rock. <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> cat, what about you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore Vlor, V O L E U R. You can check out my website, catvlore.com. You can pre order my novella, The Desert Island Game, which is coming out January 15th, uh, wherever you get your books. And Revenge Arc is actually up for awards. Um, through
4: IndieStoryGeek.com Don't wow, like real awards, not just our bullshit.
3: No, like an actual, <laughs> it's, a, it's up for actual awards. Wow. I, I've been campaigning for prettiest interior formatting because you know, the interior okay. formatting for Revenge Arc was a huge pain in everyone's ass for an entire year. <laughs> I feel like we should get an award
2: for it. Had is a huge pain in the ass, Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong button.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, nice! Yeah, everybody, go check that out for sure. And we'll be back next week, guys, with the start night one of the Slashies. Good night, from Slasher Radio.
1: All the best with Slasher Radio podcast.